Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to BT. This is an announcement from the BTW Emergency Broadcast System. Your old hosts are gone. They did not want to conform to the new world order established by your benevolent overlords. But fear not, for you are in good hands. This change was necessary for the show to continue and prosper. You are all welcome. You are now listening to the new BTW. And we're gonna drop some PDP knowledge on all you suckers. everybody what's up welcome to another episode of the btw beginner to winner pvp podcast i am matthew breaker and i am lyle jeffs three and i am your discord overlord and savior seagull and i am unleashed (laughs) and today is april 4th 2022 uh, we got a interesting show. Obviously, you know the uh, the old host uh, decided to quit, so um, I was quickly promoted, and um, I have brought on our two new hosts uh, to accompany me on this journey that we're gonna take uh, throughout the the rest of the year and beyond. So, taking the podcast to new heights, um, and uh, we welcome you all to continue listening on our journey here. So our, our week, we're going to do a, a weekly re- recap. Uh, we're going to do the standard, you know, self uh, sections. We're going to go over the new uh, stuff in the, the in-game new mount. Um, then we're going to go into our GBL section uh, where we have some news with spotlight hours, your raids. Um, the we'll talk about the rocket event that's going on. Um, obviously the GoFest announcement that came new weekly rotations. Uh, we have a brand new fireside chat hot, and then we have a couple fun segments. And of course 
your questions, and my God, have you guys asked some questions this week. So, um, you know, I think this is my initiation as one of your benevolent overlords uh, that you guys decided to, to troll me with, with all these burning questions of yours, but that's all right. So before we uh, kick off this pod in the usual fashion, we're going to start by figuring out how everybody's week went. So Lyle, let's start with you. How was your week? Yeah, I'd say my week went pretty well. Uh, <clears throat> I'm glad that Ultra League is coming to an end, so that's pretty awesome. And uh, I've just kind of been out doing a lot, as many rockets as possible and trying to enjoy a bit of the weather. It's been starting to warm up a little bit here in uh, up north, in the Great White North. So, yeah, it's been What's good. What's the temperature like for you right now? Right now, it's... Uh, it's above freezing. Okay. I don't want to confuse all the the Americans with uh, <laughs> Celsius, but uh, it is a slightly above freezing, so it's it's manageable. Let's just got say. you. How many rockets have you have you like done this yeah. week? I saw that you were going pretty hard uh, in the Discord. Yesterday, I probably did at least fifty. Um, they're everywhere. Like. I can see, like, if I go over to the our big popular street there, we have um, easily, like, 30, 40 stops I can see. And you just kind of keep walking in circles, and new ones keep popping up, right? So, um, yeah, I didn't – I wasn't out as long as I wanted to, but I really do enjoy the Rocket events mm-hmm. because it's a nice way to get dust. And it's, like, kind of – it's cool to have the Rocket Pokemon are pretty unique, right, the Shadows. So Yeah. Yeah, Seagull, how was your week? Oh, how much time do we have? Uh, <laughs> no, to keep it short, it was uh, pretty eventful for me. Um, for those who who don't know, my fiance got surgery this week, so I've been taking care of her for most of this weekend. Um, just oral surgery, nothing too major. Um, but other than that, um, my life is completely school and work. So, yeah, that, that's been pretty much my entire week. <laughs> <laughs> busy, busy as always, huh? yeah for me um but well my week was busy as well um it started off uh, i actually had some interesting opportunities that that came up this week which was was fun kind of uh stressful so i was uh editing uh the battle footage for the gym breakers uh semifinals on uh that was airing on the pallet town pvp's channel um so that was really cool getting to um sort of see ahead of time like you know some of the top battlers in in the world like rise to occasion uh hot pocket um we have uh see leonardo uh statistan um very interesting uh to to see how they battle and just know that i can't hold a candle to any of them like just watching the pro moves they're doing uh, and then I battled in the 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 ring uh, on Pallet Town PvP. Uh, so shout out to Hisuian Ryan. That. Yeah, shout out to Hisuian Ryan. He uh, is the new uh, champion. Him and I uh, faced in the the last of the the battles on there, and it went to the the fifth. And he got me by CMP tie his Dedene on my Macargo. So Dedene CMP, man, that that was painful. But uh, congrats to him. Um, he was also the co-editor for the uh, Spain versus Japan on Gym Breakers. So him and I got the got the talk, and then it was nice later in the week that we got to 
battle together or against each other. Um, so that was extra special. Um, so we're going to move into our weekly recap. Uh, we're going to start by saying thank you uh, to two new reviews that we got. Uh, so first one is from ISO33. Uh, he says, uh, absolutely one of the best podcasts uh, I have come across. Also, I want to hear that velvet voice of Matthew. So in case you didn't listen to last week's podcast at the end, Fish on a Heater asked a question, which one of the hosts has the best voice and that everyone must come to a consensus. So some behind the scenes. Um, I executive produce pretty much all the way up until the questions portion, and then it is super late. So for me, I have to wake up early in the morning, so I bounce. So I left a message as a joke that pretty much said, like, you know, I used to have, like, an angelic voice, and then puberty killed it, but I've, you know, I've obviously, like, tried to make it work since then. So I issued a challenge that if they can uh, give... 10 or more or if we as a podcast can get 10 or more reviews this week i would sing on this podcast so thankfully we only got two so <laughs> the challenge still remains we still want to hear you rap oh yeah yeah that that, that might happen not on this episode no. um so thank you iso 33 for that um Maybe eventually, if if we get enough reviews in a week, uh, you you may hear my uh, nasally velvet voice. <laughs> the uh, the second uh, review that we got was from Clayton seven three seven four seven nine thirty eight thirty eight from Australia. Um, and he said, to be honest, I'm just here leaving a review because the host told me to. Thanks for a great podcast. That's well, <laughs> well, thank you, Claytron. Um, we never actually told you to leave a review. We we asked nicely, uh, but we appreciate the 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 review um it does legitimately uh really help the podcast out and, and we do really appreciate the reviews that you guys uh have given so moving into the week i'm i'm curious what you guys think or thought about the the ditto event april fools is like not my favorite holiday by any stretch of the imagination um i'm lyle how was the ditto event for you uh it was fine i don't know i yeah i don't like april fools that much it's just kind of annoying it usually goes on longer than you want it to um but i don't know like ditto's kind of like very rare in the game mm -hmm. right so it was good for people that wanted more opportunity at that shiny ditto luckily i already have one but I was able to catch like maybe 50, 60 dittos that uh, during that hour, I think it was 5 to 8 p.m. or something. So um, like I didn't go super hard because it wasn't like something that I really cared about that much. Right. But I thought it was cool. And yeah. You can't use ditto in uh, GBL, but are you able to use it in friendly oh. battles? That I'm not sure of. I've never tried, but okay. uh, maybe. I was just like, you know little cup a hundo xl ditto <laughs> i saw someone i saw someone maxed out a hundo ditto the other day 
on Twitter. Oh, it got up to like 940 CP or something. Um, but again, like it's hard to get candy for that, right? So they were able to get the the remaining XL candy they needed from the yeah. the uh, April Fool's event. So. Um, did you hear anything, or either of you two hear any uh, thing about the issues with the the um, shinies uh, in the wild? That uh, yeah, I did see two videos mm-hmm. um, that someone two different videos like. Um, I guess it was legitimate. I'm not entirely sure, but uh, definitely unfortunate. But then again, it is April Fool's. So. Right. So yeah. for the listeners that, that aren't aware of what we're talking about, there was a, a couple videos circulating of uh, people that encountered uh, the, the shiny wild spawn, which was in the Ditto transformation pool. And typically what's supposed to happen is if the the encounter is shiny, it's not supposed to, in this case, it's a transform into a ditto. But it did transform into a non-shiny ditto. Um, so the example I saw was a, a, a dweeble, I, I believe. Um, yeah. That one was on Twitter, I believe. And then there was another one on Discord. Right. I think it was like a ghastly. Right. So I well. hope that uh that didn't unfortunately happen to to more people but if you know it is unfortunate that that something like that uh could happen um but that's not the only uh thing that happened on April Fools uh Siegel do you want to uh tell the the listeners um all the the wild shenanigans that that I woke up to <laughs> on Discord <laughs> that morning <laughs> So, uh, pretty late in the night, I messaged the admins, and I was like, hey, I have this idea that I want to make uh, a reality. And they were like, go for it. So, it kicked off a chain reaction of me doing it. And there's just a few things. Uh, so, for starters, uh, for people who at all commented on the server, they would automatically get a seagull reaction on their post out of five different reactions and funny enough they're still on the server so if you want to comment uh, anything and then just mass react the things with seagulls we're all for it at least i am (laughs) um on top of that we changed the banners the logos um and the name and also every channel name category name and roles to match the seagull theme um and there's some residuals left over like uh you'll notice that battle goals is now a thing yeah um i did see that but we also yeah and then also we did um twitter as well we turned our twitter into a hashtag seagull facts page so for for a good couple hours there i was just posting just random seagull facts and uh, it, it was a grand time. Everyone was just confused, and and others were just like, "Yeah!" I was I was so. Twitter post, and I'd be working, and I get the the alert that you know, like BTW has a new like, "Oh, what's this?" I was like, "What? Uh, no, oh, oh, interesting!" Like, <laughs> I was like, "We're taking a really weird direction <laughs> in the show today so but uh no that that was absolutely hysterical and uh i i i hope you saved the the logo that or the overlay that you you used i thought that was just gold oh it's saved all right it's yeah. prime and ready and we have our uh, well at least i do i have our prank for next year all ready to go so oh uh, no everyone be warned oh no 
<laughs> so, uh, moving on to uh, other changes that that uh, we want to make, um, we have been uh, talking about uh, things that we want to do with our YouTube channel um, besides posting just the uh, videos of the podcast. Um, uh, next or the previous week's episode, uh, there was an issue with the audio that, that, uh, we got sorted out. So that video will be released. Uh, it's just going to take a little bit more time to edit. Um, uh, but that, that will come out, uh, as well as this one too. Um, but some things that, that we had talked about that, that we were wanting to, to try to start and, uh, get the community involved in is uh shoutcasting your battles so if you would like to submit your recordings to your battles we're going to uh create a google drive that you can upload your stuff and that's going to be something that we're going to try um see how it goes so if you have any interest in shoutcasting um sh give me a holler dm me on on discord um and we can we can go from there but it's just one of the additional things that we're trying to do to increase our presence um and then we have a couple other projects that uh we're, we're thinking of uh but they're really in the uh the idea phase right now um but the shout casting was something that we thought that the community could really you know like get behind and especially because we are a, a pvp uh community i thought it would be nice for the community to be able to submit their their battles and um show us like their their achievements and and their stuff for that um so speaking of battles and everything if i could get this to work we're gonna move on into the sylph section of our podcast all right so as of right now uh on monday evening the battle for the belt open master league has not actually officially closed so i can't really talk about that this week so uh the next week we'll go more in depth on that um but we do however have nemesis cup that is in full swing this month um lyle i know that you've been doing a couple practice battles how has that been going for you it's been interesting um it's gonna be very tricky month i think because of the variety of teams that are out there um like the team that i have been kind of playing around with seems to cover a decent amount of the meta well but then every once in a while you'll go up against like a psychotic person like astro zombie who's just running like crazy shit out of left field and you're going like um sir how the hell am i gonna handle your team mm -hmm. so um yeah it's definitely been interesting and uh, I think it's going to be very fun. Let's see how how the meta actually shakes out once the ranked tournaments start. Because practice is one thing, but sure. once you get into the ranked tournaments, people 
books tend to like the meta sometimes condenses, right? right? What are the so besides we'll get into the fighter anti fighter, but what are the four extra Pokemon that you're seeing the most of in battles? Um, I've seen quite a quite a lot of Credilly, uh, which is pretty solid. Um, That's not a surprise at all. I've seen a lot of, uh, well, maybe not as much as I, I would thought I would, but when I do see it, I'm pretty terrified. Is Beedrill mm-hmm. specifically Shadow Beedrill, because the poison jab damage is just insane from that thing, right. and um, also currently i'm running this as well Walrun, i think is just like insanely good in this cup like it's even even in like matchups where it's losing you can like chunk big damage on your opponent right or at least get shields out of that so, right because the icicle spear um, just say those pressure are, is just pretty sp- yeah or earthquake depending what they come in sure in on too but those are those are some of the big popular ones um another kind of a sleeper pick that I have seen on a number of teams is Crustle. Seems like a lot of teams are a little weak to um, rock. Yeah. As well as the bug typing does help you a lot against some of the dark types in the meta, such as um, Malamar has been quite popular, and Zwilus as well have, have seen their fair share of play on many teams. Mm-hmm. So, Seagull, is any uh, Pokemon that you see are standing out in um, any tournaments or any battles that you've been TOing? So I've noticed Walrin, as as Lyle said, is is very popular. Um, actually, when we did our practice, um, it was on the majority of teams that was played in practice, mm-hmm. um, which was very interesting. I mean, it, it is very strong, but considering that there's a lot of things that it's not per se weak to it in this meta, it's just really the strength of it, I feel like, that's playing a lot of factor into this. Um, but there is things like Noctile, that it can just wipe out instantly. Right. Um, same thing for like um, Galgergeist. I'm probably saying that wrong. I'm awful with names. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, but there are still a lot of things that it takes care of. Um, but I, I, I mean, it seems like a lot of just rock and fighting takes care of a lot of stuff because there's so few of it especially the fighting types. There's really only Lucario and Blaziken. And past that, I mean... Goon. I think Goon is the other one. There's, as For as many fighters as there is in this meta, there's actually only three counter users. Yeah. So if you want a counter user, your, lim- your choices are very limited, actually. It was what I found. It, it's very surprising considering the meta, but it, it works out really well, I feel like. Um... So it, it's it's surprising. Um, some of the other things that I saw um, across the board, um, some people like using. Uh, so there's obviously you have to choose between usually Lucario and Blaziken. Um, the majority seems to be swifting, choosing the way of Lucario, but I would say Blaziken is probably going to be the smart route if you want one of the two, um, because of things like Walren. Mm-hmm. Although Walren has the water on its side. Blaziken can do a lot of damage because of its high attack. Um, at the same time, you have Fortress, which it just annihilates. It wipes out Fortress. <laughs> so, so question um, about the, the the two Pokemon, specifically Blaziken. 
Uh, what would you prefer for its secondary charge move? Stone Edge or Brave Bird? What do you think would be more preferable in the... Probably most likely cup? Brave Bird. Uh, because you can basically hit everything. With Counter, Blaze Kick, and Brave Bird, I don't think there's anything that resists all your moves in this meta. So you're looking pretty good there. And like, worst case, you get up against like a... Polyrath, like you'll one shot a Polyrath with a Brave Bird, mm -hmm. right? Or, um, or even another Blaziken, you can, you'll basically one shot. So I think it's just a very really nice nuke to have. Um, and there are a few more things that do resist rock. Like, let's say you go up against a Quagsire and you're running Stone Edge Bra uh, Blaze Kick, you don't have that like nuke sort of one shot potential. Right. So um, I do prefer. Usually, honestly, when I run Blaziken, I prefer Brave Bird, but Stone Edge does have its place. Okay, and then the second question um, on Walren, I've and the reason why I'm asking is because in the in the gym break or sorry, not the gym breakers, the um the ring uh, tournament, um, I've seen Walren running Waterfall and Walren with uh, Powder Snow. Do you have a preference? For me, I would say I prefer Powder Snow because it's it just provides a little more flexibility, especially if you're going to be using it as a uh, like a safe swap. Mm -hmm. um, as you can see on the rankings, Walrein is the number two safe swap, so it's getting to those uh, it's getting to those earthquakes and those icicle spears very quickly, and it's allowing you to put lot like let's say your opponent is a little delayed countering your swap right you might already be at two powder snows three powder snows at which point like you can severely outpace your opponent maybe you you bait once you get a shield you land an eq you one shot like a blaziken or something like you never know so right. i definitely prefer powder snow but i do see the advantage like a p potential advantage of running waterfall but uh, I definitely prefer the powder snow. Got you. Do you have any um, preference then on the fighter and uh, anti-fighter for it? Because one thing that was surprised me was seeing Exadrill in the the fighter slot initially, because yeah, if, I feel like it has a lot of play against sort of like the, the the bugs and stuff in the in the top of the metal but it's so glassy that it doesn't and also it, mm -hmm. it's not a fighter i don't quite understand i wouldn't recommend it um i don't really like personally i think it's glassy in ultra league and in green league it's just insane um from the first category, the most common Pokemon I've seen have been either Polyrath, quite a bit, either Shadow or Non-Shadow, um, as well as I've seen a, quite a few Gallade here and there, and uh, Quagsire seems to be a pick that a lot of the top battlers keep coming back to as well. Right. Because since Ground is banned in this meta, if you want to get some of these types into your lineup you can only do it via the first slot right right so has sylph come out yet with the um like article explaining their decision making behind the creation of 
Nemesis? Not yet. Not okay. for this meta, no. Okay. Because I'd, I'd be curious to, to read for, for some of the picks, but seeing what um, or listening to what you just um, said, Lyle, that, that does make more sense for, like, Quagsire, for example, that, that has that, that ground in there as well. Yeah, if you want to squeeze in some of these typings in, you're only going to be able to do it via the first or the second slot is kind of what they're getting at, I believe. Like, flying, if you look at the third, uh, three through six, like, flying is banned, ground is banned, mm -hmm. fighting is banned, right? So the, if you want to get this typing or this, like, piece to, your, to round out your roster, you're going to have to kind of be selective in the first and second slot. Got you. How are we doing so far in the BTW Practice Cup? Is that uh, almost coming to an end? That that's all. That's all said and done, buddy. That's all said and done. I was not partaking in that. So, yeah. Uh, who who took that no, title? I think uh, I think it. Uh, the tapes got burned. The tapes <laughs> got burned. Because uh, <laughs> someone someone lost this time, which is a rarity for us. <laughs> oh no. Wildcat Dad lost? Jeez. What? No. Yes. yes, Wildcat Dad lost exactly. One of our um one of our people that shows up from time to time, he's actually a local in my community. Um he goes by the real D Long. He won our practice one this time. Um but it seems to be um that it was kind of a toss up of who was actually gonna win. Um because I believe two people ran the same no it was it was obsidian that two people ran the same team this one it, it seemed like a lot of the teams were along the same lines it it's just there were certain key things that set them apart okay and a lot of like when i was talking with Lyle about their, his matchup of d-long was that really it was just one one move one play type of situation where he could have had it mm -hmm. and it that just and that's what typically throws things. I mean, it just happens. <laughs> Lyle, do you want to close? Very close battles. Yeah. What team were you? I'm trying to look here if I can just pull up the tournament. Um. Okay, it's an unranked, right? Yes, it would be unranked. Okay, I see it now. Yeah, so he was running. He had Cordilli. I think. Honestly, it was because of his team that I had switched up my team a little bit. So I was initially running Lantern, but I think I switched out Lantern now for um, Ferrothorn, which is gives me a, it's a little tougher against fire types. But what I liked about Ferrothorn was it can beat Cradilly, it can beat um, Quagsire, it can beat Polyrath because you you severely out. You outpace the Polyrath. Um, so I I made that switch. I think what happened when I was playing him is that I ended up getting the Lantern lined into the uh, Cradilly a few times, and it didn't go well for me. So oh, Yikes. Man. Yeah, that's that's not a fun time. <laughs> Hydro Pump doesn't kill it. So, so are so you, you know. still practicing wow. um, with your your new lineup, or are, do you pretty much have your team set for the, uh, the official rank cup? that or the ranked cup that we're going to have. I might do a little more practice later this week. I already, I did a practice tournament. Um, one of panics practice tournaments, mm -hmm. which I won. So I felt pretty good about that. I beat panic. Oh, nice. Wow. Um, GG's. No, no, it was very close battles. Uh, and then 
Uh, I've just done, I did one practice, I think, with Pallet Town, and I did a practice with BTW. I might do some smaller stuff, but I think for the most part, I'm okay with my team. If my team sucks, I might just uh, do some, you know, daily tournaments near the end of the month. Also, fingers crossed, I might get uh, invited to the Sylph Showdown this month since oh, right now i'm ranked really cool. 200 in the in the world so let's see how that goes wait is this your first time being invited yeah i've never been invited before to the self showdown oh. so that would be really exciting be if exciting, i could get man. into that mm -hmm. so it's very exciting if you are in our discard our official ranked nemesis cup tournament is going to start april 8th that is this coming friday uh, so get your teams in uh, to be a member of our Discord. It's a dollar a month on Patreon. Uh, so if that's something that you'd like to uh, be a part of, uh, please feel free to um, join us on Patreon and then hop into our Discord uh, so that you can be a part of this tournament because we got a lot of great battlers. Um, everybody's super friendly, and uh, but it is it is pretty cutthroat. There's a lot of good competition in there. Um, moving on. Don't forget. I was gonna just jump in quickly and say, don't forget, if you also have a Amazon Prime, you can Prime sub to the Twitch BTW PVP Twitch, and that's free for you every month. So, no money out of your pocket, just out of Jeff Bezos, and you can also get access to the Discord that way. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Um, factions global melee. So I actually didn't realize that this was gonna be sort of like it's another cycle of it um is btw in the global melee no okay. no you have to win to be in the global melee matthew so my <laughs> no so so here's here's the thing um so my faction which is team flareon um we didn't have a great uh psych our previous cycle we were in open but when factions originally uh had their uh first slot we did well enough that we were initially placed in bronze so apparently we got reinvited back so we've been actually participating in the the global melee um and i can tell you from firsthand experience like the the pick eight uh band two is a lot of fun but it is very challenging um, and I find it, uh, frustrating because we were up against, uh, a team from, from Sweden, uh, Swedish Agrons, and we got annihilated. So like, I think we only got three points. So it shows that, that we are, uh, in a tier well above our weight class, uh, so I would like to go back down to open. Um, but we have another cycle, um, and it, and it's fun having, um, different metas for this to, to play again. Um, so, uh, Siegel, you had a quick note that you wanted to jump back in with Nemesis. Yeah, actually with Nemesis and Factions, oh, perfect. we learned this week that Salazizzle isn't allowed anymore uh and a lot of that just kind of playing into kind of with the meta building you were talking about earlier some people were speculating why it could not be allowed in any of this stuff 
and reality of things, it's just accessibility. Mm -hmm. Sylph has been known to do this before. They've done it with things like Tropius. They've done it with things with like Medichan before it. You were able to really get the move that was needed for it. Seeking was another one in the past. So it, it's just an accessibility issue. Um, but in Nemesis Cup, it actually looked pretty good uh, in the initial rankings that we saw. Right. But now we won't get to know. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be talking about uh, Salazzo later on in the show. Um, but we also have a special announcement. Um, we have a custom meta that our very own Seagull uh, has cooked up that will be starting uh, the 22nd. Is that correct? That That is correct. All right. The floor is yours, Lord Seagull. Oh, buddy. So we have been, uh, and actually, funny enough, me and Lyle's actually planned this initially. We we had an idea, um, and we wanted to see what Pokemon specifically. We wanted to see some electric types more on top, but some other kind of spice picks mixed in with some normal picks as well with this. And so we played around for a little bit on stream one night. And mind you, if you watch our stream on Twitch, or if you join us uh, when we're on Discord on streaming, we talk about this stuff consistently. We're always talking about what metas we're possibly building Twitch. for the future. Dot what's TV coming up. So slash hey, you BTW PVP. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. So with that said, we are introducing the Arboretum Cup. Uh, so April twenty second, we are we are gonna begin. We're gonna open up as soon as the podcast comes out on Wednesday. <laughs> We're gonna open up. Right so I'm gonna wake up yes, Wednesday morning. My phone's gonna be blown up again. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> exactly so we have banned dark types ice types fighting types dragon types fairies steels and megas alongside of that we banned pretty much a handful of pokemon as well mewtwo deoxys defense chrysilla tropius lickitung driftloom diggersby <laughs> and uh shout out for wildcat uh trelevant <laughs> and nidoqueen <laughs> So we have banned those specific Pokemon as well, and it's given us a really nice meta. We, we are pretty proud of this one, actually. Um, so I actually have the meta up here in front of me. Guess who's coming back? Cradilly's up there. And then, was it Gorgeist? Yeah. Yeah, Gorgeist is like one of my faves. It's, it's like the Sylph Trevenant. Yeah, pretty much. And it looks really good for this meta as well. Um, Hypno's another one. Shadow Zapdos looks really good. Um, let's see what else is in here. Regirock is up there. Uh, Wishcash. Jumpluff. I mean, there's there's a lot of spice picks you can pick for this, and they all play really well. On top of that, there's a lot of non-spice picks, um, like Electrode, but not just the normal Electrode. Hisuian. Was it Hussein is how you say it? Or... I don't, I don't remember how you print. Okay, Hussein. Okay, that one shows a lot of promise as well because of its grass type with its electric type. There, there's so many good picks. We're so excited for this. So come join us. Wait, did we ban Pachirisu? I can't remember. We did not because it doesn't look as strong as some oh, of the other okay. electric so types. All you people out there that wanna, you know, show off your defeated Pachirisus, come by. <laughs> To the Arbitorium Cup. 
with that said too though we are uh, we're wanting to do monthly cups that are custom metas as well and you've seen that a little bit for now but we really want to get that going so if we see a lot of participation how how long did it take this. you guys so to please, come up with please this meta. love for you to join us So this one got adjusted quite a bit a couple different times um, mm -hmm. because initially we had a lot of electric types in the top, but they were so overpowered because once electric types are up there and there's a lot of them, it just sweeps everything. And it's the one flaw <laughs> of them is that their attack is so high typically. Um, but it, it took a couple of weeks for us to get to the to the fine-tuning, especially with new Pokemon th being thrown into the mix. Um, speaking of... Sal Sizzle, or Sal Sizzle, is allowed, but bad news, it's not good. <laughs> but there's a we've been keeping an eye on a different Pokemon that are allowed for this meta. So like Beware is not going to be allowed because Fighting types are banned. But there, it, it took a little bit um, to adjust. Originally, there was a lot of Ice types at the top as well. Um, Mewtwo was a very surprising one that we had a ban. We we found that um, Shadow Mewtwo kind of destroys because of all the poisons out right, there. Right, right. Uh, and we're like, okay, well, we can't do that. <laughs> so, and then also an accessibility issue with Shadow Mewtwo as well, because number one, not everyone's going to have that that range for Shadow Mewtwo because maybe they've already powered it up, or they just never did the event. It may have come out twice, but not everyone can access it. Um, so that was a lot of concern as well. Um, and on top of that, just we didn't want the normal picks to overpower everything as well. Things like DD, which is always kind of overpowering things. Um, also, we, we didn't do this specifically, but, you know, it's out of love. We banned Drifblum, and uh, it, it may or may not be because of Wildcat. It, it's actually not, but we'll just say it I is. I can just picture <laughs> Yeah. No, I get it. It sounds really interesting. Him. Well, he already knew in advance, but I was just picturing him listening to this live yeah. and be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> he tried to sway me out of it. I was Post like, it's too powerful, man. Team. I can't do um, it. <laughs> you said so on Wednesday you're going to be in the Discord, correct? All right, so so listeners, uh, as soon as you're li hearing this podcast, correct, you can yes. uh, check out the the meta and start planning your teams and doing practice battles in our Discord. I know I'm definitely going to. Uh, this sounds like a fun cup. Um, so that seems to be it for the, the self section. Anything else you guys want to add? All right. Well, moving on. Uh, we got the in-game news. Right, welcome to the in-game news. Uh, we have a new spotlight hour for April 12th, and that is Bunnelby. Uh, so that was briefly mentioned last week on the show, but um, because it is going to be coming out uh, next, we wanted to highlight it, uh, especially for new trainers that uh, don't have the 
XL Candy. I know there was a couple trainers that just hit level 40. So this will be a good opportunity to collect your uh, Bunnel Bees and get your XL Bunnel Bee Candy. Because I personally really love Diggersby. Um, and XL Diggersby is a monster in some of the right situations. Um, one thing, though, that I wanted to kind of ask the group here is for the um experienced players or or the the veteran players the ones that we already have in xl diggers b we we this this spotlight hour doesn't appeal to us um but the bonus is 2x evolution xp and one of the things that i was curious about is i understand that they uh want to incentivize people for an hour to to go out and and you know catch this pokemon or or they obviously spotlight a particular pokemon for an hour but how do you guys feel about it being an evolution bonus when in order to evolve you cannot be catching at the same time it just seems contradictory to each other and it kind of forces the player you know three choices either you catch the bundle b you sit and do, you know, evolutions, or you don't play the the event. So it kind of falls into the same thing of the transfer bonus, where you're pretty much ignoring catching the Pokemon to do the transfer because you get two times the amount of candy uh, versus, you know, the catching the Pokemon. Typically, you don't see one that's really good with a Pokemon that's really good to catch. Niantic seems to be pretty good about keeping those separate. So, like, for example, the two times evolution XP. From my experience, I've not seen a lot of people use that bonus. It, it just takes a lot. You're eating up a lot of your candy. On top of that, you know, you're only going to have a few to really evolve. If Even if you plan this out for a very long time, you usually evolve for things like raiding, um, to get it in the Pokedex or for PvP. It's pretty much the main three things, and you're not going to mass do it typically because you're going to have it ready for when you need it next. I see. I, I'll push back a little bit on that because I understand like the mass transferring. That is a much quicker process where you can do it in like the last 10 or 5 minutes of the, the hour, but evolution is is a grind i mean you're talking about 30 seconds for an evolution um and i know for me i do prefer like the stardust but i'm also trying to grind the xp and um you could use these events especially with like a lucky egg to to get a lot of xp really quickly i know like i collect like you know my 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 wormples my uh my weedles you know the caterpies anything that's like 12 um candy to evolve just because i i catch everything so i have plenty of candy so an event like this for me um that that uh, the evolution bonus appeals to me i personally just find it um frustrating that i can't do both like i can't go out and and catch bunnelby because i would like a a shiny xl diggers b but then that means i can't get my my xp so I, that's the kind of the crux i guess i was i was wanting to bring up is like how you guys felt about sort of like the evolution bonus 
per, per se versus like the transfer bonus I get. Obviously, we all like the 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 stardust bonuses. I just don't think evolution fits in a spotlight hour. No, I agree. I, I it's not that great of a bonus to begin with. Um and then at the same time, yeah, it takes up lots of time. <laughs> it, it, it's just a bonus. <laughs> In the reality of things, they came up with a bunch of random ones that they wanted to do. And this was one of them. They just so happened to also put it in line with um, a really good PvP Pokemon. Right. So just that's just kind of what's happened. So if you're wondering, on the open Great League, Diggersby is rank, or XL Diggersby is rank 10. Uh, where it beats out Bastidon, Nidoqueen, Stunfisk, Skarmory, Sableye. Um, it's still going to lose to, you know, your Azus, your Metachans, your Walrens, Scrafty, Swampert. Um, it's typing normal ground. Metacham's just going to counter it. It's going to do super effective. Ground's weak to water, so your, your Azu bubbles add up. Swampert, Hydro Cannon... Scrafty's just that that uh, saggy pants monster that will just counter and power up punch you down. <laughs> so I see that, but uh, Diggersby is is as thick as you can get with as many C's as you could fit in. Um, I've seen people run it both with uh, Earthquake or uh, Hyper Beam. Do you have a preference, Lyle, at all? Uh, I think it depends on the meta, but usually I prefer Earthquake. Um, depend mainly just for what I'm using it for. Um, mainly for like an anti-tank mm-hmm. type Pokemon. Um, and just to comment on the previous topic, I don't think like two times XP is fine. Like some people don't give a crap about Bunnelby, right? Like maybe they already have a shiny and they don't do PVP, so. For them, they're gonna sit down and evolve, like you said, your your Wurmples and your Pitoffs, and get like maybe five hundred thousand XP, and that's a worthwhile spotlight hour. But for me, I already built a Diggersby for Great League, and um, I would just like a shiny one. <laughs> that's pretty much it. That's right. Funny. That that shiny crack rabbit, as I've heard it being called. Um, so moving into raids in raid hours, we have Theory Inform Thunderous raid hour, uh, Wednesday, April 6th. So the day this podcast comes out, it is shiny for the first time. Yes, I have checked. It is for the first time. Um, Tapu Bulu is going to be, uh, in raid hours, Wednesday, April 13th and 20th. Uh, so for two weeks, it's going to be the uh, Raid Hour Pokemon. Uh, so that's the Grass Fairy uh, Alolan Pokemon there. Uh, so bring your Poisons, uh, bring your Fire Pokemon, Gengar, Mega Gengar. Get that Mega, Mega Beedrill. Mega Beedrill. Yes. Bust that thing out. Double week to, double mm-hmm. week to Poison, right? So those... The poison jab sludge bomb is going to be doing quite a bit of damage on this thing. You could, I'm not sure of the tankiness, but I'm I imagine this is going to be one of those bosses that some people mm-hmm. might be soloing, 
and some people for sure will be dual wing just because of the the right. double weakness, right? So it's move sets that it gets is uh, quick moves. You got bullet seed and rock smash. Probably gonna want to do bullet seed. Um, charge moves. You have grass knot, dazzling gleam, uh, mega horn, and solar beam. I like the idea of mega horn on it. I think that's. Can I just take uh, one second here? And this is like a public service announcement to all potential Master League people. Tapu Bulu is going to be a machine. It's going to be a beast in the Master League. So make sure you're rating this thing hot and heavy when it comes out, okay? Can, can... Bullet Seed, Grass Knot, Dazzling Gleam is going to be the moveset you want. For, for, the, for Open Master League or... Uh... Open, classic, whatever you want. It's a grass fairy type, okay? It's going to beat mo pretty much all of the dragons, except for Dialga. It will still lose to Dialga, just because um, Dialga obviously right. resists grass, right? Um, it's going to destroy Kyogre. It's going to destroy Groudon. It's going to put in big work against Yvettel. Other, Hopefully you don't get hit by a hurricane. This thing is going to be a machine. Obviously, it's going to beat Zacian. It's going to lose most likely to Mewtwo just because those side strikes come out so quick. But it's going to be a big core breaker, and it's going to be a beast, I think, in the Master League. That's my initial hmm. assessment. I'm looking at the PvP poke or PV poke stats myself here. Yeah, it's it's wild, some of the things it wins against. It, it looks really good. So... I'm so excited for Thornadas or Thunderous to, to come yeah. and go. <laughs> so you so could get to this. <laughs> we have Tapu Bulu and then we have uh Landorus after this, Correct. which are so we have back to back two tier five PvP relevant mons and I'm like finally excited to do some raids because ever since basically um Deoxys and Registeel was around, I've had zero incentive to do yeah, five it's star raids. Been pretty stale for sure. Uh, and, and Mega Manetric coming in April 5th through 12th, that's not doing anything for you, Lyle? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I might, I don't mind doing the Megas if, if I have like a free raid pass. Like today I was out for a walk at work and I did a, I sold it a fortress. Okay. You know, whatever. Who? It's, it's a free raid pass, right? But I'm not going to be specifically like looking for it. I will say, though, it looks like the Mega system, from some of the notes that we've seen from the Pokeminers, it looks to be getting redone. Right. And so it looks promising to where maybe Mega Raids will be relevant here soon. And I, I, I hope that that information gets, you know, announced by Niantic so we can we can talk about it. But the, uh, the stuff that I'm hearing, I, I agree with you, Siegel. It is pretty exciting, but I don't... I'm keeping my fingers crossed, but... Uh, we know how Niantic likes to change things up, or or just put it on the the back burner and not yeah. not release anything. Exactly. Um, and I will say that they've been doing a really good job um, putting the mega energy in research. Like the last few events, like I don't mind doing like a catch five Pokemon for like Mega Gyarados energy because on those community days or those spotlight hours, maybe you. Even if you're going to be doing lots of raids, you get an extra legendary candy as well for having the Mega on your party. So it, it, it is some incentive. And as, if they're not making me raid for it, it makes me want to utilize the system more. 
I hear you. I, I'm. It's promising. I'm just gonna say it's promising. Um, research breakthrough encounters. Uh, Lolan Marowak, AWAC, aka the Goat, according to Zionic, uh, from April first to May first, um, is gonna be your research breakthrough encounter. It's an opportunity to be shiny. Um, is does AWAC still have? any relevance in the open great league i it's it used to dominate and now i just see it it does very rarely there's just there's just a lot of better fire uh better ghost types out there now than there used to be um and so they kind of overpower it that's kind of based on it the move set of the new uh bug water type awax going to do pretty well against that thing cuz it's running a lot of uh bug moves right so yeah. being the fire fire ghost. It got uh, it got hit with the old Ni- Niantic switcheroo at the last minute. As it typically Honestly, does. I just want a uh, shiny. I still am looking for a shiny AWAC, and I still don't have one, and I'm really so sad. So is that so. something that, that... Do you typically do your research boxes? Is that something that, that you, every single day, at least, like, check out one research task? Okay. Oh, yeah. I'm just, like, because I'm... I don't work from home. I'm leaving the house every day. So it's not a big deal. Like I would, without even thinking about it, I'll like complete sure. a research task. It's, you know, just like do a couple rockets, you know, catch a couple Pokemon and you get, get right. it done. Right. Well, so. speaking of rockets, uh, let's get into sort of the meat of the in-game news here. We have the all hands on rocket of a rocket retreat, uh, that started, uh, earlier today or no sunday correct yesterday i believe it was midnight it was it was midnight on um saturday heading into sunday and then that's going to be going on till april 7th thursday so the day after this show comes out um you can use a charge tm get rid of frustration um and then they released a new shadow pokemon that you uh are able to catch that being uh, Shadow Sudowoodo, Girafferig, Numel, which you could evolve into Camera Up, um, Alolan Sand Shrew, which you could evolve into Alolan Sand Slash, Alolan Rattata, so you could evolve that into a Shadow Alolan Eradicate, uh, Alolan Executor, and the uh, legendary f- uh, finale that you can uh, save from Giovanni's clutches at the end of his special research is Latias. Um, so you said, Lyle, that you were grinding out a bunch of rockets, um, and I saw in some of your pictures, there is something missing from the Pokemon that you caught. I would, I also would like to say that it it appears that they have updated everything today. So I was going to say they, they definitely fixed it today. Sotowoto and Girafferig now have shadow, purple shadow outlines, which is nice to see. Honestly, the giraffe rig I caught yesterday didn't even have, like, the red eyes. It just looked like a normal giraffe rig with a purple background. So it's nice to see that they actually fix that because now it it looks like an angry giraffe rig. And it's little, like, I don't know, uh-huh. tail mouth? I don't know what you call that. It looks pretty angry, too. That Don't get your, your hand too close oh, to that geez. thing's butt. So. <laughs> so stay away from there. Um, any one of these stand out to you? Um as being more PvP relevant? Uh, I always... I like Shadows, so 
I would like to get at least like one decent mm -hmm. PvP one. Um, draft rig, I think it just needs a move rebalance. Um, but I do like the typing, the normal psychic, and Sudowoodo as well. Uh, Nummel and Camera Up, they need like major overhaul. Uh, again, they need like a Macargo style treatment. From those, actually, the most interesting one, in my opinion, is Sandslash and Sandshrew. Because, like, everyone knows, like, you need a Hundo, Alolan, Sandslash for Great League. But there might be some times when having, like, a purified return Sandshrew might be better than having, like, a Blizzard as a secondary move. Because, like, let's say you go up against, like, a Walrin or Lapras or something like that. Like, with that Night Slash... Uh, return or something like that or uh, different types of Pokemon like you have a bit more play whereas they would wall you before if you only had um, mm -hmm. Night Slash let's say like let's say Azu you know Night Slash Blizzard you can't do anything to Azu at least if you have return you can hit it neutral it's kind of similar to like a Sableye where you have that dark and um, normal type move so Definitely you. So what do you think about Latias as the uh, boss Pokemon that you can catch? Uh, right now, Latias is very bad. There's two caveats with that. One, it will eventually get its signature move, which is called Mist Ball. So it depends on the energy and the damage for that. I believe it's a psychic type move. Um, if that is a lower energy move, that could be kind of exciting. But secondly, I'm more excited for Latios. Hopefully, Latios becomes a shadow as well. Because I actually have a Latias for Great League. It wasn't very difficult to get one if you traded from someone with a box. But Latios is incredibly difficult to get under Great League level. I think you need to get under three for uh, like all of the IVs for it to actually be under Great League. And that has Dragon Claw as a, one of its charge moves. So it has Dragon Breath, Dragon Claw. So I'm just hoping that with Latias, eventually mm -hmm. Latios will come. And I think that one will have much more play with the ability to have that Dragon Breath, Dragon Claw. We all know like Dragonite and different things like that. It's a much spammier and more consistent moveset. Man, so. I was just checking to see if I had a Latios. I, I don't. I do have a Latias, though, for... Yeah. Of course. Latias for Great League is like not that hard to get. Latios is like honestly I'm gonna say it's it's up there with Ho as one of the hardest Great League Pokemon to have. Jeez. Well that's frustrating. <laughs> so so speaking yeah, of go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> well you should uh we if you have a Shadow Mudkip before the end of the Rocket event Make sure you TM it away because we have a special community day coming up. Oh for my it. goodness. You know what? I actually need to do that right now. <laughs> you, you just say, I would have <laughs> totally forgot about this. I'm running dangerously low on charge TMs right now because every I'm okay. a bit of a hoarder. Every time these rocket events come by, like I just TM like 60 Pokemon yesterday. Oh, jeez. So, um, yeah. I don't know, like, most of them are useless. Like, now I'm saving, like, Little Cup Pokemon, you know? Like, I got Master League, Ultra League, Great League, Little Cup. Like, I got Second Evolutions for Little Cup, Third Evolutions for Little Cup. Like, it's just getting too much. Jeez. So. 
What's your what's your so what you're saying is go ahead. What what you're saying is we need another league, right? <laughs> and, and more stories. And more stories. Yes. Um, I could delete a bunch of stuff, but I'm saving some things for Excel trades because I'm also like I said, I'm a hoarder. I so. have a, a a question here about um if you guys heard any validity to the the rumor of um i know ray has made a comment in in our discord about uh one of the in the third step of the giovanni research uh it used to be 15 rocket radars and then they changed it down to one which for me hearing it was 15 rocket radars my first thing was like you will yeah no that's way too good to be true um but there, the only screen grabs that I could find researching the validity of this was, uh, in, uh, like po- Portuguese or Spanish. And from my understanding, it would first be dropped in, uh, like the Philippines or, uh, New Zealand time zone, right? So it is true, and it actually lasted way longer than you think okay. it did. It lasted for uh, I think about ten hours. Oh wow! Um, and yeah, so there is a lot of people with this, and to revert it back to one and be like, "Oh, this is a mistake," and then let the ten-hour people keep it but not do anything to make up in the back end. It's just just a little weird in my book. But yeah, no, it's it's very real. It definitely happened. That's a lot of those Australians are getting screwed over most of the time when Niantic. Uh you know, doesn't release Shiny Dread again when it when it first comes out. So maybe this is a bit of karma going back there. <laughs> Pokey coins? It sounds exactly <laughs> like it. Right, right. Yeah. What is that, 3,000 value of 15 rocket radars? That's crazy. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Man. Mm-hmm. I mean, I That's thought they good. did that on purpose because of Salazizzle. Because I thought, like, oh, yeah, like, it's right. difficult to get and to evolve. Right. So, but no, no, it was a mistake. All right. Well, well <laughs> you know, touche. You know, now we are the ones that, that get the, the crappy end of the stick there. So I guess all's fair. You know, let, let's let have let them have their their moment. You know, let's let them have their bonus. Um, So Giovanni Special Research. Same deal as always, you know, six steps where you got to beat rockets, you got to purify Pokemon, you got to catch shadow Pokemon, uh, beat Arlo, Cliff, and, oh, goodness, who's the third? Oh, help me out, guys. Well, Sierra, Sierra, okay. Thank you. Didn't leave me hanging at all. (laughs) Sorry, I was muted when I chimed in and said Sierra, Um, that's why... We have to make um, you look bad somehow. Oh yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> just, I don't know. Did you talk about the preferred ones yet, or I I haven't. I was getting there. If you want to take okay. it from from there, go ahead. Um, for me, like I'm just like all over Sierra right now. Like I need that drowsy up in my life. Uh, I need that shadow drowsy. Hopefully a hundo shadow drowsy. Hopefully a better PVP shadow uh, hypno. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't get enough of it the last time. I think it's been almost like at least a year and a half or more since Drowsy was last in uh, rotation. So, and then we I have could Cliff care with less about the other two. Marowak yeah. or our uh, Cubone, right? Cliff with Cubone, uh, the Canto Cubone, yes. Yeah. Who does Arlo have? Arlo has Execute. Okay. 
Yeah. Shadow Which Executor is, you know not. Honestly, if you were to get anything out of that, I would say a hundo, either a little cup execute, um, because that like that uh confusion in the little cup is insane. Worth and if when they get the ancient power buff, you right. just like <laughs> top left in the little cup, and then as well as a possible hundo execute for greatly. So. Any play for uh, Shadow Executor in Ultra at all? I don't think so. Like, it's just the typing is just really bad. Um, right. Like, you have Trevenant, you have Walrin, you have Talonflame. Um, like, the only thing you really, like, maybe you can beat, like, a Fighters and, like, Swamper. But then, then again, you have uh, Obstagoon, and you have um, a Lowland Mock. There's, there's so many things that just kick right. the crap out of it, right? So, it's a very like Grass Psychic. I'm sorry, but some of the typings in the Gen One are just <laughs> god awful that they came. How up are you with. feeling about the uh, the event box? Twelve uh, seventy five. You get. 10 max potions, 10 max revives, and then 5 rocket radars. Do not buy the event box. It's, That's my advice It's to quite you. a steal, guys. 100% go get it. Yeah, stealing your money <laughs> for some useless garbage. <laughs> yeah, the 5 rocket radars, I, yeah. I mean... Just buy them individually. It's a better deal. Uh, I do not know... I like Maybe if they gave you like 100 max potions and 100 revives... Then it would be kind of like, oh wow, that's like kind of interesting, but it's not good. It feels like they like yeah. made a typo in the amount, I, and then they just yeah, kind of there stayed. was an extra zero mixing. <laughs> yeah, or or maybe the the one from here, like fifteen rocket radars. Right, it, it was supposed it was, to be yeah to the other mission. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. So your uh, your special field research tasks, uh, you could get a uh, sneasel encounter uh, that has the potential to be shiny, um, and then the uh, if you're lucky, uh, you can get a Scraggy. Uh, so anybody looking for uh, those Scraggies for uh, Scrafty. Uh, I know XL Scrafty is, is a beast in Ultra League. Uh, and Scrafty in, in Great League is, is phenomenal as well. Mm-hmm. And if you want to get super spicy, you can go for the XL Scraggy for Great League. Um, it's a little, it's not that great. But maybe in certain metas, in certain places, it could be okay. Um, and I will say one thing. Sneasel is a perma-boosted shiny. It's like 1 in 64 chance. I know it is Purify 3 Pokemon. It's not the greatest task. But um, I have been doing a couple just because, like, it's, like, pretty decent odds for getting a shiny. And, like, it is a pretty And nice if you're shiny, on so. like level 44 where one of your tasks to level up is purifying, that could also be an incentive to uh to do that that task as well. I know I'm still stuck on that, so I'm I'm grinding the rocket so I could get the mm-hmm. the thousand uh stardust <laughs> purification mons. I'm pushing for the uh platinum purification medals. So, I'm currently at I think 570 purified Pokemon. So, I usually only purify a thousand 
Stardust Pokemon too. But, and then we've we've teased um, it several times throughout the the episode, but we uh we have new Pokemon in twelve kilometer eggs exclusively. We have Salandit and Salazzle. So there's a bit of a controversy. And when I say a bit, I am using that term really loosely. There's a huge controversy around this Pokemon. Um, what? No. Right. One, it is egg locked to 12 kilometer eggs. And that's a challenge in and of itself to get one out of a 12 kilometer egg. Then if you get a Salandit from a 12 kilometer egg, you only have a 12.5% chance that that will be female. Only a female Salandit can evolve into Salazzle. So, that's the big uproar. Yeah. that uh, And that's, as I said earlier, that's a lot of the accessibility issue that Y self-banned on all their tournaments. And we'll likely see that moving forward for a very long mm-hmm. while until it uh, becomes actually accessible for things. Because that's ridiculous. I mean, it, it already took people quite a while to get some of the rare stuff in those 12-kilometer areas. Right. And now you've added something even more rare into it on top of the evolution problem. Is this problem. a it, harder Axew? Oh, yeah. Right. Easily. Uh, 100%. Because, I mean, Axew, you can evolve pretty easily. The fact that you have to find the correct one right. for this one is crazy. So it's like a, a combi issue, it's... right? Or we're, we're only the yeah, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Only my only comment on that would be is that Niantic doesn't actually release the odds for any of these things. So technically, Salandit Sel- is in the third rarest tier of eggs. And before in the 10k eggs, Axie was in the fourth rarest tier all by itself previously. So we don't know exactly what the hatch rate was. It's probably maybe similar odds. I have no idea. Um, I will let you know that I currently have four 12k eggs that I'm going to start hatching soon. And uh, I'm going to, you know, oh, is that the rocker that I see in the background there? uh... Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll hatch in about half an hour. I'll let you guys know during the questions and answers portion. No, 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 no. they're not hatching right now. That's some high controversy right there. I'm all legit with my walking. Okay, all All legit legit. with your rocking. No rockers or defit. Matthew, is that defit I see on your screen? (laughs) So, so. Oh my god. Okay, I'm out. Hope you guys have a good rest, rest of the, the pod. <laughs> so the the movesets on on Salandit, um, were were pretty interesting. On Salandit, we have Ember and Poison Jab as the quick moves. The charge moves we have Poison Fang, Flamethrower, and Dragon Pulse. Uh, Salazzle. Uh, this is where things got interesting in my opinion. We had Incinerate and Poison Jab as its quick moves. And then his charge moves are Poison Fang, Fire Blast, Dragon Pulse, and Sludge Wave. How's that looking to you guys? It's It looks pretty good. I mean, I, like I said earlier, it looked really well in the current Sylph meta, if it was allowed. Um, but for, like, overall GPL, I mean, it's, it's okay. 
Um, but Lyles can definitely elaborate more on that than I can. He is the expert. <laughs> I just, I really like anything that, like, will destroy a fairy type. So, um, yeah, it, the fact that it's fire and a poison typing, like, you're going to be double resisting charm. So, even the fact that it's super glassy, I think it will still be able to hang in there. Um, probably most likely you're going to want to go with incinerate, but it, it also depends on the, the moveset, but, um, just because it is so weak to ground, um, and like your big type Pokemon you're going to be seeing is maybe like G Fisk and Nidoqueen Queen and stuff like that. Like you'll, you'll be able to do much better in those types of matchups where if you're running poison jab, it's basically just like, you really don't have much play. Because, like, if you think about it, like, against a Nidoqueen, Queen, like, you incinerate Poison Fang, then your incinerates are doing more, right? So, um, I think it's definitely going to be very interesting to see. But, um, yeah, I definitely really like this Pokemon. And for the as for the second move, still not quite sure yet what is the preferred one. Um, I've seen a lot of people talking about Sludge Wave as being a preferred move. Um, but Dragon Pulse definitely has some play. Uh, as a just an overall nuke, neutral nuke against a yeah, lot of I'm, things. Yeah, I'm looking at its stats. It's definitely glassy. We got like an attack 146.6. Very glassy. Uh, defense, yeah, 90.8. Stamina 114. Um, let's see. If you look, it, it's actually very similar to like a Blaziken right. uh, stat profile, um, which again like means you you get a. You get a little, you know, you farm something down, you get off a poison fang or two, those incinerates are going to be a chunking. Somebody switches in their, like, you know, in their, like, uh, maybe Trevenant or something like that, you can say bye bye. Right. Like, a couple incinerates later, that thing's gone. So, um, even Walren, like, it definitely has some huge play against Walren. You just got to watch out for that EQ because and one EQ will probably kill six. Of this Pokemon, so it has a incredibly high attack in Ultra League at 190. Sorry, uh, wait, do, 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 do. I was looking at the wrong Pokemon. I'm doing all this comparisons this with man, uh, <laughs> with Salamence, <laughs> and I was like, whoa, like this is crazy. <laughs> Salazzle, um, no, 190.3 uh, attack in Ultra League. That's crazy. Yeah, it's really the nice thing is that you actually um, you will need some XL right. candy too. Yeah, it's a level it fifty like at uh or rank uh, level rank one is a well, level forty six. So what oh fifteen fourteen? Yeah, zero fifteen fourteen would be the rank one. So it's not like a huge amount, but you know how these things have been getting. Yeah. This is basically the D fitter's dream. Like, you just get one of these, uh, you just defit your way, and then you have the Salazel that everyone is trying to figure out how to, how yeah, to get, Yeah, so right? it, of your four eggs, um, you know, what's your preferred um, method of uh, collecting candy? Do you like the rocker or the defit? I okay. prefer the walker. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to catch him in the act. <laughs> usually, um, it actually works out really well. I don't have any Pokestops around my work. So I usually put on my rocket radar when I'm at work. And then by the time lunchtime hits, 12 o'clock, 
I hatch like the 2k egg or something that I'm walking and then I have a free spot and I just pop in a, a nice 12k egg off the off the uh, balloon and then I go about my business and I stack those up for for some uh, for some you know like a special nice. event. All right, so moving on, we're just going to quickly rehash the the community days. Um, I don't feel like we need to go in-depth again with them. We did on the previous episode, if you want to take a listen to that. Um, but we have Stuffle Community Day, Saturday, uh, April 23rd, uh, from 2 to 5. Um, 400 candies to evolve into be- beware. Um, the one new piece of information is we did learn the energy and power officially for drain punch so it is going to be 20 power for 40 energy to guarantee one uh stage increase in your defense uh lyle you were saying that that's sort of like in between um the the energy cost is in between uh bubble beam and power up punch Yeah, I think um, Bubble Beam is uh, a Power Punch is 35 energy, right? And does 20 damage. Bubble Beam, I think, is 40 energy, but it does 25 damage. I would... It's literally, like, it goes 5, 10, 15. Um, I know that for a fact. Yeah, Power Up Punch is is 35 for 20. And then Bubble Beam's 40. So, yeah, right in in between there. Mm Mm-hmm. Same energy cost as Bubble Beam, but does less damage. Makes sense. And then, uh, yeah, this is interesting because usually I'm the one that has uh, that finds all this information to fact check and then gives it into the host's ears, so I don't have a, a producer <laughs> to, to be able to do that. We'll have to hire one. Maybe we could hire, what? like, you know, Astro or Wildcat or Dino back for, for the next episode just to, you know write the show notes or something so they can battle battle it out, it out. It's okay yeah this yeah beware like it looks interesting i think the sims don't quite account for some of the things that it can do right now but i'm really curious to see um specifically in ultra league like you don't even need excels but like let's say for instance um oh interesting i'll have to check that in a second but it looks like you like you can just destroy a Trevenant and you don't even need to throw anything other than um, Drain Punch. Really? I, I agree you that win. the Sims are, are downplaying the strength of what it is from from just basic stats because everyone knows I'm, I'm a Sim guy. But from even just looking at the Sims, it's there's so much in play now for this that it can definitely do some real damage. Well, that's going to be interesting going forward. I'm I'm actually really looking forward to um, this Pokemon. I'm I'm going to be frankly honest. Like I am not familiar with the Alolan Pokemon. Uh, I was telling Siegel before uh, we recorded that I I stopped playing the main series games after Omega Ruby. So um, all this is 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 new to me. I love uh, the fact that like I'm I'm sort of getting reintroduced to uh, these Pokemon that. You know, all the diehard fans obviously know, but for me, it's exciting for the first time uh, that this is a new Pokemon. So it brings some of that um, original excitement that I had uh, when the game first came out back. Um, so it gives me an opportunity to, to grind for something that, that I am not familiar with. 
Um, event bonuses, uh, 3x catch candy, uh, or 3x catch XP, sorry, 2x catch candy. Uh, you have a two times chance of getting Stuffle XL candy from catches. Um, you get an extra special trade um, in during the day, and then three hour incense, three hour lures. Um, the event bundles, kind of a dud. 850 Poke Coins if you really want a Elite Fast TM. Uh, I, I need more Elite Charge. Yeah. I, I would please, say please give us charge. That, the, that the bundle, I mean, it is cheaper than it, what it used right. to be. So technically, it's not I'm a gonna dud. Be, it's actually I'm going to be deal. interested if they continue this pricing with an Elite Charge TM in it. If they do that, I will consider it not a dud. But... I, I tend to believe that they're they're toying to see what the right line is because the previous charge was definitely too much. There it wasn't worth that much, but especially how many are out there now, and they've been doing it for a while. But at eight fifty, somewhere in that um, I would say seven hundred to nine hundred range is correct. That that feels right for right. It. I agree with that. Twelve eighty did seem a bit excessive. Especially for the other stuff that you get in the box, because they're already giving you thirty free ultra balls. So to incorporate that in the box is kind of just, yeah. Um, Mugkip Community Day. That's this weekend, um, April tenth on Sunday from two to five. Um, please go out and get Mugkip. It is probably the single most relevant PvP mon in every single league out there. It is extraordinarily viable. Um, Hydro Cannon, Swampert. And I cannot stress this enough. Remove frustration from your Shadow Mudkips before the end of Thursday. Right. It's... Defrustrate them. Yeah. Defrustrate them. <laughs> All right. Moving on. I wish this was bigger news. But it, it already is pretty big news, but I wish that they, they gave a little more info. But we have uh official announcement for GoFest is coming back. Uh, it's a two-day global event, Saturday, June 4th to 5th. And then they plug that there's going to be a bonus finale event Sunday, August 27th. Away from... That is a long time from the event. Is that end of season? I, or no, that's it has to be uh, from from what they do in the past is usually they have those extra challenge events right after mm. GoFest and I'm the wondering ultra unlocks or whatever. Yes. And I'm wondering if that's playing a factor because August 5th through the 7th is like 3 weeks before that weekend of the 20 or the week or whatever the 27th. So it would make sense that they would finish up all of those uh, Ultra Unlock stuff and then have a final event after all that. No, Seagull, it's June 4th and 5th, not August 4th and 5th. So you have, like... No, no, no. Japan's Oh, right. August okay, got gotcha. you. Yes. So so hopping ahead, we have uh, three in-person live events. Uh, Friday, July 1st through 3rd is going to be in Berlin, Germany. Friday, July 22nd through 24th, we're in Seattle, Washington, U.S., and then Friday, April 5th to 7th, this is what Siegel was referring to that I got confused with. Um, that's going to be a in-person uh, GoFest in uh, Sapporo, Japan. Um, and then there's really no more information about 
what the event's going to entail outside of just the the dates. Lyle, do you have anything? Um, yeah, I was just going to say that I would love to go to one of these, but um, with regionals and everything, I don't think it's going to happen this year. Um, it's going to be a little bit of traveling uh, going on, so uh, good luck trying to convince <laughs> my girlfriend to travel to two Pokemon events <laughs> in one calendar right. year. I uh, actually funny story. I was planning a vacation to Seattle around that time frame already, so it happened to be that when they announced this, I was like, "Oh, perfect timing!" I'm pretty much already tracking the flights to Seattle, right. so <laughs> that's gonna be fun. But I I'm trying to make it out there for this um, for those who want to uh, you know see the old bird. <laughs> But um, the rumor goes that, you know, there may be some other uh, BTW people showing up as well. Um, and if maybe if you heavily convince them, maybe they'll show up. <laughs> All right. So we're going to go ahead and hop in to our GBL section really quick. Fight. We are in to some new weekly rotations starting tomorrow, Tuesday. So the day before this podcast comes out, April 5th to April 12th, we are no longer going to be in Catch Cup or Ultra League. Lyle, did you do any uh, Catch Cup at all, <laughs> perchance? Um, I did a little bit of Catch Cup yeah. just for fun on like the first day. Like I caught a... Uh... I think I caught like a a drift blim, wild drift blim. It was like twelve hundred okay. CP, just some stuff like that. Uh, it was kind of fun, but then what I gave were up the queue times that you experienced? They were pretty good, but like you were going up against people. Like okay, like early on, it was like all it was like the wild wild west. People were running all sorts of crazy shit, like like a five hundred CP fletchling <laughs> and stuff like that. Okay. And then, like, as it went along, I saw a post on Twitter. People were dropping the magnetic lures at the, at their, uh, you know, at the Pokestop so that they could catch a shield on. And they were building, like, they were building oh Bastiodons. And then they got the, you know, they got the uh, rocket radar. So they were doing the decoy grunts. And they got a shadow victory bell. And they were running... Grass hole and like oh, killing man. it, and I was just like, okay, that's that a is too definitely much. doing too much. So thank goodness that's over. We uh move. It's everyone's favorite. Everyone's cup. favorite cup, Open Master League, mm -hmm. uh, and uh, followed by Halloween Cup. And this week, uh, we get three X Stardust from Win Rewards. So I know for me personally, mm -hmm. I will be doing Halloween Cup, and this is actually going to be my first time doing halloween cup i take breaks typically whenever halloween cup comes out so i'm starting to come back into the gbl grind so i'm i'm actually really looking forward to halloween cup um open master league has really any of the rankings changed since it was last in rotation i don't believe it it's changed that much um let me take a quick look i there haven't been any really bombshells 
dropped on Master League. Um, like maybe possibly Ho-Oh and Lugia might be more accessible now. Since, uh, but like we did have already an open Master League this season, but just people getting the dust maybe because during the Johto event they would have grinded possibly Lugia and Ho XLs, so maybe to finish those off. Um, other than that, I don't think we've had too many other um, events that would really make anything kind of pop off. A uh, Primarina is kind of a newer addition as well, but again, I don't think it's meta defining really. Um, Togekiss is still the higher ranked charmer there, so. Yeah, I've seen Walren XLs dropping down a few slots there. Have you seen anybody use Meloetta? Not in open, I don't... but I, okay. I've seen it in, um, like, it's it's basically you you get Meloetta in Classic? open one of two ways. You, oh, you either defit it or you're one of those psychopaths you see on Twitter that have that converted like 29,000 rare candies so that they can get the uh, XL candies required. I was just surprised to see it on the the rankings on here. I think it's a normal type, right? So any normal types cuz like Giratina is usually very popular um and I think it's it's like main counter is that, right? So let's see yeah, like Smoke's Giratina beats Togekiss it can beat Mewtwo, um, can beat Dragonite, Gyarados, so it, it has some good matchups, but I think it's kind of a bit of a niche Pokemon. Honestly, in Master League, once you start getting down below like 15, 16, into the 20 range, it really starts getting a little sketchy. Like, there are good Got Pokemon you. down there, but sometimes the Sims aren't everything when it comes to open Master League. Right. And then, uh, moving into the Halloween Cup, uh, is this the the Mandibuzz Cup? I'm seeing, yeah, ranked number yeah, one. Yeah, Mandibuzz on the, is on ranked list. number one. Mm -hmm. How does Volibee do in this? Let's see. 32, Probably wow. not quite as good. It's okay. not quite, it doesn't have quite as good um, uh, stat product. Mm -hmm. 2049 for Volibee, whereas Mandibuzz is... 24, 25, right? So, Mandibuzz right. is much bulkier. Um, but Volibee does have the Brave Bird, so maybe it's better as a as a potential closer. I'm not sure. All right, so so this being my first Halloween Cup that I'll play, do you have, a, like, any team ideas you could give me? Anything I could run? Um, I personally really enjoy uh, Double Poison strats in, in this type of cup, and I think, like, a per you kind of have two answers to your lead Pokemon that is kind of weak. It's like ABB style. Um, Mandibuzz would be a little tricky to play out of, I will say. But um, you do have Return on Sableye, which is my recommendation in the lead. Okay. Um, you could. I wouldn't recommend this strategy with Mandibuzz just because Nidoqueen's in the back. And then you're leaving yourself very weak to Frostlass. Um, so I really like pairing... Um, Sableye with Nidoqueen because they're a very nice pair and okay. um, like things Sableye lose, or Nidoqueen loses to like Frostlass, Jellicent um, Azu is like pretty good for Nidoqueen though but it's still also okay for Sableye as long as you don't take a play rough so you do have quite a lot of flexibility there um, but 
Yeah, and then for your pivot in that team, you can run uh, um, multiple different poison types depending on what you have available to yourself. So, like, I would go with something maybe like a Shadow Skunk Tank, an Alolan Grimer, a regular Skunk Tank, maybe a Drapion, Alolan Muck, something with, like, a Poison Dark type. So it's kind of like double dark, ABA dark, AB, uh, ABB double poison. And you have, like, a soft counter to the Charmers and then a hard counter. Um, like I said, Mandibuzz lead would be a little tricky to deal with, but I think it has a lot of play and would would allow you to play out a lot of matchups. And we love a double charm team. <laughs> double poison, I can definitely see. Love, love to see those double charmers. Um, moving into April 12th to April 19th, we have our Open Great League and our Little Cup. Uh, Little Cup, there is no rankings yet on PV Poke. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Little Cup was the the grass, fire, water. Cup. No, that's Element Cup. That was Element Cup. Little this Cup was Little just... Cup is um, only Pokemon can be used as their single first stage of the evolution, and they oh. must be able to evolve, and they must be below 500 CP. Got so this is the cut where Bronzer was a pain. Um, now it does have payback, so the mirror match will be a little less annoying. Um, the rankings aren't up, but from what I remember, um, Shelmet is always a really good Pokemon. That thing is so thick in the little cup and super spammy. And like a Bug Buzz does a good chunk to a Bronzer. Also Dino and Cottony. Um, and I do remember a Seal was quite good last time in the little cup with lick i believe oh is the interesting preferred fast move mm -hmm. so i'd be curious to see how the rankings have changed because i did really enjoy that way back in the day but that was still when i was getting into the pvp scene so my knowledge right. and was still in its infancy and i'm looking at the the great league the open great league and i nothing really's changed I, I see pretty much the, the same same lineup right now. Um, I will say, um, so while we've been recording, PV Poke put out that there may be some ranking shakeups because he's working on a new way to do the rankings. So Oh, interesting. It, it takes more into account the playability of the Pokemon. So instead of just like sim base war, it's just like, yeah, you throw your, your power up punch first and then you do your nuke. It could be that you have it's able to do the bait instead of the nuke, or you do the nuke first instead of that. So it's it's taking into account different things, different than it scenarios. Was, yeah, than it was before. So it oh. we could see a little bit of a shakeup in the actual rankings. Obviously, like the actual gameplay of everything, probably gonna look the same, but ranking wise, you know, things may look a little different. Although he uh, he hinted at uh, Reggie Steele and Azumarill probably is gonna look the same. <laughs> <laughs> Lyle, do you do you think a system like that would would potentially be more accurate in terms of a depiction of how the Pokemon does? It depends, I guess, on how they implement it. I don't know the the back end of all these Sims and everything like that. It, I guess it can get a little complicated, but um, I will say for sure that. There are some times when s certain Pokemon are uh, 
what we call a um, a sim darling or a sim hero. Like for instance, if you've ever noticed, it seems like Shadow Magnazone, if it's ever like good in a meta, it usually jumps like right to the top. But it's not always the most popular Pokemon and it's because of the baiting game that that is baked into the Sims. So I'm curious to see what they can do to change it. Obviously nothing's gonna be perfect, but uh this is pretty interesting news for sure. Yeah. Well thanks for that. That was actually perfect timing. That's kinda cool that, that he released that. We gotta have a first impression of that on the pod um and now with new month comes new challenges for the btw discord seagull take it away yes gladly so um last night um probably not too late i uh posted out there that hey we have some new challenges for the month of april so we the plan is just to try and release five new ones every month, but obviously at a certain point it's just going to become chaos. So um, we may start turning some some off and some on depending upon how the next season goes, um, because a lot of this was built upon the current season, for because it was relaxed. But with that said, we we built some new things to try and challenge people here. So uh, for starters, we have one. Uh, oh, let me let me pack up a little bit. So to typically earn these PvP challenges, you have to complete them if you're ranked 15 or above um, in GBL. Um, and some of them allow for self-ranking or for if you're doing it on stream. So just be aware that you could... It just, it, I'm very specific in the wording if it's allowed or not. Um, you also have to make sure that the person is not clearly tanking. Um, so if they're like running 500 CP Pokemon in Great League, obviously they're trying to tank. Um, although we'll we'll go back to that one here in a minute, uh, <laughs> and then uh, only battles in GBL, Sylph, etc. So it has to be an official battle, um, competitive play basically. Um, so with that said, um, kind of reverting back to what I just said, um, we have the first one. It's called Wrong League. So you're gonna run either a little cup team in Great League a great league team in ultra league or an ultra league team in master league. And funny enough, someone just did the ultra league and master league one. Um, King Tom five, one, three just completed it. The tier, uh, it's not tier three. Sorry. It's just the, un. no, sorry. I had that mixed up. S C H U star one. I don't know how to pronounce the first part. So I'm Schuster. sorry. Schuster. Okay. Schuster. Schuster. Okay. My bad. I'm awful with pronunciation. It's all good. That's why we're here. Uh, they got the wrong league one done, down packed. It's already completed by someone. Um, Charm them down uh, is when a GBL battle or Sylph match where your opponent does not shield. So basically charming someone down. Although, you know, you could probably just shadow crawl them down or something. What, whatever. As long as they don't use a shield, you're good. Uh, Spice mm -hmm. Lord, which has three different tiers. Uh, there's an easy, medium, and hard. Uh, easy is rank 100 or more on PV Poke for that specific league uh, or meta. Uh, tier 2 is 200 or above, and then Tier 3 is 300 or above. And uh, King Tom 513 did complete that one. The okay. Tier 3. Um, which oh, oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. What did he use? He used Tapu, Coco, Latios, and Bear Tick in ultra league <laughs> that that's some spicy stuff 
<laughs> Can I just say that his opponent had a dark eye? Okay. So let's just, let's just say his opponent was also trying to complete this challenge. <laughs> it kind of looks like it, doesn't it? <laughs> um, and then we have unbuilt. So basically, if your Pokemon on every single one of your Pokemon on your team has only one charge move, and you beat the opponent, you get it. And then we have something called Streaker. Uh, so basically it's just stacking wins upon wins. So if you get five wins in a row, you get ace, 10 in a row, veteran, expert is 15, and legend is 20. Um, I don't expect to see many legends. Um, it, it's pretty hard to do in GPL because <laughs> it is a GPL specific one. But if you can do it, I'll be very impressed. Um, but those are the five for this month. The previous five from last month are still up for grabs. Um, but we okay. did have two people complete all five of them last month. Ooh. So both Mama Who Climbs. Who do we need to congratulate? Oh, okay. And Mama Hoosier Climbs. Data 13. All right. Well, congrats to those two for completing the uh, the challenges for March. Yeah. Do you? What do you think? How many people do you think will be able to complete all five of these this time around? I think it's these aren't too awful. We didn't. I try not to create too awful of ones. Um, I may at some point for fun, <laughs> but yeah, right. <laughs> but for this month, they're very doable. Still, um, you don't have to do all the tiers of of the certain ones. As long as you get one, you kind of complete it. But you know, it's just to show off a little bit more. You can get every single tier involved. But they're not that difficult to do. I mean, it's people can get five in a row on GBL. Uh, people can, I mean, we like I said, King Tom five one three. He got two and one. He he did both Spice Lord and Unbuilt in one match. It's okay, very okay. doable. So, and of course, someone's already done Raw League, so it's clearly able to be done as well. So it's it's not like these are incredibly challenging, but they're enough to you know give you something else to do compared to the normal GPL GBL rotation of things. Right. Lyle, are you going to go for any of these? Yeah, I'm going for the legend uh, streak. The legend streak? Good okay. Luck. What's your streak? Row. What's your streak at right now? Or what what would you top out at? Um my longest streak ever I think was like 18. Oh. Um and my longest streak this season is 10 so far. Okay. But I did go 19 and 1 on stream the other day with, with Dino, so I think it's possible. It, okay. it has to be. There's no way that it's not. It's just very, very hard to do. Let's right. see if my uh, my double poison team can carry me in uh, in the Halloween Cup <laughs> in the Halloween to victory. Cup. All right. One, two, three, four, five. Poison Fang. Just remember that, and you all will be great. <laughs> <laughs> So we still do not have music for this new section, um, the Fireside Chatot, but we do have a new conversation. So this one comes from LaFleury, and I picked this one out because I thought it it, it just resonated with me, um, and it was something that, that I was thinking about um, this week, and I wanted to see what your guys opinion on this is so from a flurry when was the last time the names instinct valor and mystic really meant something if you're like me it's been quite a while 
Your team really only matters as a way of taking over and defending gems, a system that is broken. What are some ways you could think of that would make one's team actually make gameplay better? For example, at the end of a GBL season, display how many wins each team's collected and award bonus stardust to that team. Take turns awarding extra bonuses to specific teams during community days. So I thought this was an interesting topic because the concept of teams doesn't really mean anything in the game anymore in in my opinion what are is your guys uh take on on that initially so a lot of it i feel like comes down to the teams were meant to be specific for gems and maybe for like challenges and things uh that like you we've seen during go fest and all so a lot of it i feel like is just the gym system needs to be redone I think they, they tried before and they didn't really do as much as they should have with it. Like, they, they did a re-imaging of it and it looked really good. And it still looks really good. But there just needs to be a redo of the whole system to make it to where you are competing against your other teams. Because otherwise, it's really just a method of, okay, well, I got I got this from this. Cool. And, like, the, the whole thing of, like, what it used to be when um, Pokemon Go started, that feel isn't there anymore. I, I know some people still take it very much to heart of, like, a, this is my gym and everything. But most people don't care anymore. Like, they'll, they'll raid. They'll do, you know, different things related to the gym. But they nobody really, per se, cares about the team. Uh, although I will say... They kind of still do in the sense of like the team aspect, but it's really the team competition aspect that I feel like they don't care about. Because uh, let's let's hear it. Team Mystic is obviously the best, and <laughs> but I th- there's something that needs is to- false. <laughs> that is false. <laughs> something. Needs See, this to is really the done. only what? the instinct? only time instinct. Yeah. Are we talking about team instinct? This is the only time that that this conversation around teams actually like has any purpose is yeah. is the the faux argument around what what team you're at i'm, I'm curious oh wait so are we actually all different teams lyle are you instinct yeah yellow and then, baby and then Siegel, you are mystic yeah all right and i'm repping valor on here okay, so <laughs> that's all right so so okay podcast is over be, for no, the second be, time <laughs> no, so so this is this is perfect because you know we represent the new three BTW overlords, so it just makes sense that we will now all have our individual following within the the community now. Exactly. So, exactly. So they could, you know, worship their 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 deity of each team, which you know, Siegel, Lyle, and and Overlord Matthew. So, um, but to to get back to the 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 topic, I like where he's going with trying to make the teams more relevant in terms of uh he's talking about like a like additional bonuses you could give um at the end of like a gbl season for um, an example he just said was was wins uh based on you know how many team collected each individual one or like additional stardust on, on like community days and, and stuff like that and i was thinking about that and i like that idea and concept i i see that it could be implemented but 
there needs to be a couple things that, in my opinion, changes on Niantic's end for it to 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 work. The first, I think there needs to be transparency about how many players are on each team in, in particular. And then of that number, they need to actually have a, a fair, accurate number or percentage of active players on each team. Because we don't know what the numbers are. So... We don't know if there's a larger portion of the player base on one particular team or if they've all broken up into one third down the middle. In an ideal world, 33.33% of the player base would be on each team. And therefore, you could implement this, you know, okay, uh, let's have an end of season extra Stardust bonus awarded to the team that gets the most wins in GBL or completes the most battles. But if you have one team that has a larger section of the player base, and then of that, they have a, a larger section of active players than the other two, that reward system kind of goes out the window. So they have to find a way of making it equitable um, based on the ratio of active players to the... Uh, amount of players on each team. I think that's the first step. The second thing I think is a great idea to start implementing that because it would um, incentivize the the team aspect a little more. In in my opinion on that, but I don't think it should be tied to GBL because I do not believe the majority of the players uh, do. GBL. I think it should be tied to things like uh, amount of Pokemon caught or Pokestops spun. Stuff that the average player or the non-PVP player base, which is the majority of the player base that, that does Pokemon Go, actually does. That's my hot take on it. Lyle, How? what are you thinking? Um. Yeah, I was thinking that it could be interesting if, like, you decided which team you wanted to be on based on, like, a specific bonus that you wanted based on, like, your actual play style. So let's say um, you're a PvPer, and on Instinct, you know, they're going to give you 1.1 or 1.2 times Stardust on every catch. Not, like, an insane amount of difference, but just, like, tailor your the game to your play style. And maybe for Mystic... Maybe people that join there, they say, okay, you're going to get a perma, like, three-quarter hatch distance. Nothing, like, game-breaking, but, like, maybe, oh, I love to hatch eggs. Why wouldn't I go to this side? Or maybe maybe one is for, like, XP. Like, you get bonus XP on catches and different things in games. So they could maybe tailor it more instead of, like, rewarding teams for, for doing stuff, just making that team more tailored to specific. Then you would be, like, all PvPers would be, on the Stardust team, right? right? So we could all hang out together. Uh, I don't know. So, so your solution is is actually keeping the the color team base, mm -hmm. but adding additional like like adding additional teams that people could opt into based on what they they want. Yeah, like you know, instinct maybe like on like one 
you know, they get these extra bonuses. Not make it too overpowered, but, like, obviously, if they implemented this, they would have to, like, give people the ability to, like, change teams free of charge, like, once, let's say, if you right. decide you want to be on a different team. Um, another possibility thing that I was thinking interesting is, like, maybe they could do, like, reduced trade dust, or or maybe you could make, like, two special trades a day with someone on your own team as you. I don't know. Like, things like that as well, to, like just make it more of an incentive to like either interact with people on your team or interact with people on another team, just, just things like that, or like make it more of an actual purpose to be, let's say instinct um, coming from my example. Cause like if I could get a little bit more stardust for being instinct, yeah, I would, I would have no, uh, no regrets for that for sure. Right. Any thoughts on this seagull? So a bonus reward-based system would make a whole lot of sense. I mean, like what you all said, I mean, it, it's pretty much combining people together from what they like to play with, their play style. So it, it makes a lot of sense to do it that way. Um, the, I think the biggest challenge would be to implement that right now without a way for people to change teams if they were to do that. Because you're looking at, you know, you know how expensive the team medallion is to do it, and there's a lock behind it as well. Right. So it was it a year. It's supposed to be a year, but I think that it it doesn't actually do it all the time. (laughs) Sometimes you can you can avoid it, Um, but I mean that that's going to be the biggest challenge to to avoid that. But I think that I mean what they can do is just give everyone a free one, because I mean Mm -hmm. what is it hurting at that point? (laughs) But it makes a lot of sense to do it that way, Um, and then at the same time. the, the GBL stuff, the challenges with it, it would probably improve the amount of people playing GBL. Because I know a lot of people who avoid it because of how difficult it can be. But, mm-hmm. I mean, if you're incentivizing people to go do it, then maybe they'll do it more. Very true. Mm-hmm. More on the incentiv- incentivization, less on the decentivization, right? Like similar topics we've been having uh, recently. The carrot, not the stick, as they say. Yeah, very true. All right. Well, we are going to move into the first seagull edition of Factor Crap. I am Wildcat Dad's version of this. I'm, I apologize. See, tried editing a new intro for this, but I could not get just the instrumental. So Aww. we are going to have to Sad go. Times. I tried making something Wait, special who, for you. Who? Who's, who's intro? Seagull. So Wildcat's uh, old uh, factor crap. We'll have to, you know, make a new one, obviously. Who's Wildcat? For, for us. That's what I'm asking. Oh, who's yeah, we got, oh. we got rid of him, remember? Yeah, we got rid of him. That okay. So so just know, you know, fellow listeners, this will be replaced by next week. Um, but bear with us um, as we have to, uh, you know, just listen to this just because of time's sake. Oh, you didn't know? You have better call somebody. Second best intro music <laughs> and, on the show. And, and it's a little loud this time, too. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> that was his his going gift is to blast out our eardrums. <laughs> All right, so I got five for you guys today. I uh, did a little research. Right. I tried to make it centralized around the theme of the current season, which is Alowen. Obviously, I threw in some other things in there for fun. Um, so let's get started. So I'm gonna start off with beware. Is it known to kill trainers with just so it is known to kill trainers with just its hug, crushing their spine very easily. Is this true or is it false? Fact or crap? Who's going first? I I'm gonna say this it's This is fact. like the easiest question. It's a fact. Yeah, it's very much a fact. Yeah, that's this is uh, common knowledge. It's known to Do hug. Do not let beware hug you, okay? It will <laughs> it will kill you. Right. That's so dark, though. It, it's so so funny story. When I was starting up a lot of these, um, I was like, "Oh, I wonder how dark I can make these." <laughs> and so I looked up a lot of dark ones, and I was like, "I probably shouldn't do that entirely." <laughs> like the drift blim stealing babies away and children. That oh that gosh. one was a giveaway. It's Wildcat's favorite Pokemon. The the old right. host that we took over. You know. All right. He just. Beware just loves you so much. It, you know, it just loves you that much. Exactly. He just wants to hug you until your spine crushes. <laughs> All right. We got Wooloo coming up. Its fleece is an effective cushion that could, that when it falls off a cliff, it can stand up unharmed. Fact or crap? Uh, I'll say this is a fact. Um, I crap lyle with the sweeps so far it is true okay yeah it's it's the, if you've seen the pokemon it's very fluffy it's pretty much a ball of fluff <laughs> i haven't seen i don't wait it's in the I game it's moves. in the game it is it's been it's so long though since we've seen it oh my okay the damn sheep okay yeah. man oh <laughs> okay all right it's time for a low end ratatata it will right. show interest in unfresh food, so this is useful also for when trainers go shopping because it can point out the unfresh food. Fact or crap? Wait, it shows an interest in it? Yes, an interest in unfresh food. I want to say crap that'd be sweet though if it if it did but crap i'll say uh fact oh man the sweep is gone it oh, is crap oh. yeah what? it's a little <laughs> rat of course it would like crappy food. so it will actually show interest in fresh food I was wondering if the Alolan one was like the nicer one, like the the Kanto Rattata would, you know, it'd be like, "Yo, give me that rotten slice of pizza. Let's, <laughs> let's do this." <laughs> no, it's it's very common for trainers to go with their Alolan Rattata and be like, "Hey, like, is this food still good?" And if it shows an interest, you'd be All like, right. "Hell yeah, I want that." <laughs> All right. All right. Time for Grandpa the Grandpa. So it appears in towns and plays with children, and it also protects them. Fact or crap? I'll just keep going with the fact. It's definitely a elderly grandpa figure. I'll say f 
fact as well. That is correct. It does. Um, for those who, right. who've who never seen Drampa before, it pretty much just looks like the dragon from um, the never-ending story. It's pretty much what it is. <laughs> so it'll protect the kids from the murder balloon. Pretty much, yeah. All right. All right, and All right. finally, we got Bayonet. Um, so it used to be a plush toy until it was thrown away, and then it became Bayonet. So it is known to get revenge on children who have never owned a plush toy before. Fact or crap? I know what I'm going to (laughs) say. Crap. I was going to also say crap. That is correct. It gets revenge on the children who threw away the plush toy because it specifically seeks out the child that threw it away. That threw it away, right. Okay. I just figured there would be another uh, crap in there, so that was my, my plan. <laughs> Cheating! <laughs> Should have made them all true just to throw you guys off. <laughs> that I was thinking you would do something like that, too. <laughs> I'm not that evil. Come on. <laughs> oh, and that is seagulls, fact or crap. Oh, you didn't know? You ass better call somebody! And now Matthew will rap for us. <laughs> <laughs> We will now go into Matthew's rap of the week. Yeah! (laughs) Let's go! (laughs) Wait. So somebody in our BTW Discord was saying Matthew do a tip of the week, and then they they posted a salsa thing. But I'll be frankly honest. I don't have a tip of the week. I am not (gasps) as knowledgeable. I can do a... Tip of the week, oh, if you want, week. Matthew. You got it. All right, Lyle's with we'll the We'll go save. with Lyle's tip of the. take it away lyle all righty thank you so much uh this is lyle's tip of the week we are just going to have a quick little follow-up tip on um the last tip of the week brought to us by dino and uh, his last tip was about sacking the lead and we got the music coming back again and that was (laughs) lyle's tip of the week that was tip of the week thank you so much I don't know what happened okay. there. It just started playing so let, again. <laughs> I think he's uh, he's had a few too many exactly, non-alcoholic beers. Exactly. That's what happened. Um, so let's let's take an example of the uh, Halloween Cup. Um, so Dino brought up on one of the previous podcasts about sacking the lead. Let's say you're leading a charmer, and you have a charmer in the back or another fairy in the back. And then 
uh, maybe you have like a Mandibuzz or something. I don't know. And then you go up against a Nidoqueen. So you don't want to switch into your Mandibuzz because that's your only Nidoqueen answer. So you stay in with your Charmer. You do as much damage as possible. Then you bring in your Mandibuzz to clean up the Nidoqueen, right? So my tip is when is a little bit of an advanced strategy. It's called recognizing when your opponent is sacking their lead. Because you can often recognize this in a battle. Let's say you are the Nidoqueen user and you start the battle and it's a Clefable. And you're going, wow, this is great for me, right? And they're not switching out. So you kill the Clefable. Maybe you have to use a shield. I don't know. Usually what I like to do is I like to switch into my safe swap what with when they come in with. Let's say you're running Nidoqueen Double Dark or something like that. Let's say they bring in Amanda Buzz. I will safe swap to my, like, let's say, I don't know, some sort of dark type Pokemon, Obstagoon or Umbreon or something like that into the Mandibuzz, and I will save my Nidoqueen or my lead Pokemon for what they have in the back because the way they're playing really is telling me that they don't want to see my Nidoqueen or my lead Pokemon in the back, and maybe what they have in the back can beat my other Pokemon as well. So uh, one advanced strategy is called noticing or recognizing when your opponent is sacking the lead, and after you take out their lead Pokemon, giving up switch advantage in order to draw out their Pokemon in the back. Uh, and that has been Lyle's tip of the week. wanted it to and then <laughs> it played it to cut you off in the beginning so thank you actually that exactly yeah thank you for supposed to go. uh helping me out and uh taking over the the tip of the week i really do appreciate that um we are now in the longest portion of the show uh the you want answers and boy howdy did you guys ask questions this week? You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! All right. So, starting things off, uh, we have ISO 33. Um, any advice for when to shield and to when and when to let your mon go down? Lyle, any advice? <laughs> oh, you're talking to me. Okay. Um, I'd say that is ISO. Good question. That is a highly situational dependent question. Um, it all depends on multiple different factors. If you really want switch, you might shield in that situation. Um, near, you know, sometimes near the end of a game, I shield because this 
move that they're throwing at me will do the most damage. Let's say you know their Pokemon that are left. You can say this Pokemon, this move will do the most damage to my remaining Pokemon. Let's say it's a Blizzard and you have a Dragon type or something. So you could possibly shield that way. Um, it's kind of a tricky uh, question to answer. And like I said, it's very situational dependent. But um, usually the way I, my strategy is, especially early in the match, I don't like to shield if I know the move isn't going to KO me or leave me dangerously low. Also, um, counting moves can be very beneficial in this case because you can realize how much energy your opponent has built up and whether or not they are actually baiting you and whether you should decide the shield. All right. And I will say a shout out to ISO33 for submitting that question on our Twitter, where we are beginning to ask now weekly for your questions on there as well as our Discord. All right. Wildcat Dad 17. I think that's a newer oh, member, who's right? That? Yeah. But I, we, we got to block they, that they, guy. They asked a bunch of instantly. questions, so let's let's try to uh, get through them. Uh, why is Cramorant better than Seagull in every way? Well, for starters, it can just eat a whole Pokemon with its mouth. <laughs> Literally what it's made to do. <laughs> so, for starters, jealous. <laughs> but also, wrong, wrong, and wrong. How are you going to compare a Pokemon to a real-life thing? Gosh. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> nerd. <laughs> uh, if you three started a boy band, what would it be called? Let's let's assume that the original boy band of the people that we just fired were be called the be beginner to winners. So we can just be called the winners. The winners. Yeah. I was thinking uh new boys on the cast. New boys on the cast. <laughs> I, I love like that. that. New boys on the cast. All right. All right. Lyle, name your favorite Canadian dish that people outside of Canada haven't heard of. Oh, man. Haven't heard of? I don't know, man. Like, these these questions. Who knows, really? Like, <laughs> um, maybe, okay, maybe it's not a dish. Maybe it's a dessert that's kind of popular in Canada. I'll take uh, that. Especially... In some tourist areas, beaver tails. I don't know how well known that is, I but it's kind of like a. Heard of that. Yeah, I haven't either. It's, um, it's kind of like a uh, fried pastry, sort of like crepey pancake thing. Okay. And then they put a bunch of like brown sugar and stuff on top of it. It's pretty good. Yeah, check it out. I'm sure they have those in like Niagara Falls and. Um, they're specifically popular in Quebec as well. It's kind of a French-Canadian thing. So, um, Have yeah. you heard of an elephant ear? Elephant ear? No, I haven't heard of. Maybe that's sort of similar. Siegel, you're familiar with that? No. No, I don't. I'm not familiar okay. with that. <laughs> so, for, okay, wow. Okay, so um, we have Canada, Michigan, and Kentucky. On, on the pod here so this is interesting y'all um so uh the beaver tail lyle mm -hmm. is that what it's called uh it that sounded kind of like what we have where uh instead of brown sugar we put powdered sugar on it 
And it's just like mm-hmm. this fried dough, flat fried dough. Mm-hmm. Now I want a beaver tail. Okay. Oof, those things are good. Well, that was a. I'll, I'll definitely take that as an answer. All right, um, fellas, what is your favorite romantic comedy? You know, I'm just going to throw it back to the good old Christmas classic, Love Actually. Oh, I, uh, that's a good one. I, it, I don't per se watch a lot of movies. My time is very limited these days between school and work and doing a lot of stuff with this podcast and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But from the movies I have watched, Love Actually, like I always enjoy watching it. It's it's so cute and adorable. Um for those who have seen the American version, which is just called Valentine's Day, it is the skyrocketed better version of that. <laughs> now, Love, actually, that's Liam Neeson, that's Alan Rickman, Emma Thompson. Yes. yes. It's like a British one, I think. Yes. That's, exactly. that's the only one I know. Yeah. So I didn't realize they remade that into or remade an American version. No, no, it's probably, I believe it's the opposite way. Love actually came before Valentine's Day. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what I was Um, saying is, is Valentine's Day. I didn't realize it was a remake. I I didn't see Valentine's Day. It's, it's one in the same. Uh, Taylor Swift is in it. George Lopez, um, Ashton Kutcher, um, just, just some popular names. Just a few. It's actually quite a lot. (laughs) Lyle, how about you? You seem like a rom-com kind of guy. Is Back to the Future a romantic comedy? (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) What? That's like a love. He's like going back. There's a love story. Da da da. (laughs) Um, Okay, uh, Matthew, you go ahead and let me just think about that a little more. Then, if if we're not considering that a rom-com. Okay. So, (laughs) so while you're looking up IMDb, uh, really quick, uh. This this was an easy answer for me. My favorite r- romantic comedy is uh oh it literally just just left my brain here. Um Oh my gosh. Okay, my big fat Greek wedding. I is is okay, my favorite. Okay. And the reason why it left my brain is because I, I immediately was like Greek, and then my brain went to get him to the Greek, and I was like, "That's not a romantic <laughs> comedy at all." No, not at That's all. Not at all. Um, fun fact: uh, I had a horrible date uh, in like to that movie, and it was their idea to go see it, and it was very clearly not a movie they were okay with the humor. So. But Yikes. <laughs> Big Fat Greek Wedding is by far my favorite romantic comedy. I quote the lines in there almost on a daily basis. Have I stalled okay, long to, enough for, oh, for you? Yeah, according okay. to IMBD, uh, Shrek is a romantic comedy, so I'm going to say <laughs> Shrek. Oh, no! <laughs> That's a good Somebody movie right there. Somebody once told me. Told me. Oh, y'all are trying to get me this thing. Okay. Uh, We almost Uh, got him. We almost got him. Uh, I do love singing, guys. I really do. Um, Yeah, especially on the shower. We're going to get you. I actually do not sing in the shower. I sing in the car. That's Like, nonstop. Can you show us an example? Uh, I I can as soon as we hit end record (laughs) (laughs) all right um 
so Lyle, this has actually been like a burning question that that I actually want answered. Um, is G Fisk a hard counter to Nitto Queen? Um, I'm gonna say yes. Okay. And let me just check the Sims really quick. I believe the initial question was in Ultra League, but um, we can check the uh, Ultra League level 50 matchups. And uh, Nidoqueen Queen only wins the two to zero shields, and that's and that's with baiting. Uh, so in all shield scenarios, it's baiting Poison Fangs, and uh, Earth Power does 51%, Earthquake does 74%, and the Mud Shots are doing 2% each. And the poison jobs are doing 0.9%. So you tell me, Seagull, would you consider that a hard counter? I mean, it, it's it's still a toss-up. Because like, it's situational. It, it depends on... If we're talking about just overall in general... Yeah. Okay, let's give Nidoqueen 100 energy to start the battle. Okay. And then let's see. Uh, Jeefus still wins the one shield. You know what? I think this would make great content for our YouTube channel if Lyle, <laughs> you and I just line up for once and for all, just like my XL Nidal Queen against like your XL Jeefus. And... Oh, Frank! Now I gotta build an XL Jeefus. Oh wait, do you have, do you have an XL oh, Nidal Queen? Do you have an XL Nidal? I have a XL Shadow Nidal Queen. Well, like are we just are we only talking about the normal and not including the shadow? Um, I feel like we can check the. Sh I feel like you're able to get off enough mud bombs to get it out pretty quickly. Mud bombs? Who the hell has mud bombs? Oh, here? um, it's mud slap. I'm thinking of. Who has mud slap? I don't. Jeefus is running mud shot. Whatever. They're they're mud something. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I I still think it would be very tough. For, so, Earth Power does sixty-one percent. So, let's say you throw two. You have energy. The G Fist doesn't shield, and you throw two Earth Powers. Okay, then I guess it's not a hard counter. But um, Earth Power is fifty-five energy, and Earthquake does almost ninety percent to a Shadow Nato Queen. So it's pretty much. It sounds like. I mean, you know, it, you know what, Lyle? I will set up a XL. Uh in every scenario and then i'll let you shoutcast, mm. and then we'll post that video sure. uh, on on the youtube so that definitively Can't once wait. and for all we have an answer to this burning question um can i wait all right fellas which sport is the best and why i mean we're just gonna call it out bowling is obviously number one and shout out to national bowler <laughs> who is a friend of mine in the Canton PvP is bowling for. a sport? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. I, listen, I used to be on a bowling team and everything. I, I can't say it's like the number one sport, but bowling has a place in my heart. So, How often do you go bowling? Oh, gosh. It's been forever since I've actually been bowling because yeah. when I was doing it like on leagues and such, I got burnt out. So I never actually like I go like every so often, but right. But I, I am really looking forward to Switch Sports coming out because man, I was a mean <sighs> Wii Sports bowler back in the day, boy. I'm so excited <laughs> for Wii Sports. You all have no clue. We, Our Switch we Sports. Own, like, 
we yeah. own yeah we own so many switches in this in this uh, apartment for no reason other than by mistake i think it'd be really fun as the new overlords if we do like a btw takeover of the twitch and we do like bowling one night that'd be a lot of fun oh I mean, considering that moving forward, our Saturday nights are all fun and games for our streams. Right, exactly. That can exactly. easily be arranged. Yep, I agree. And with your hosts, Siegel, Lyles, and Matthew, we will make sure it happens. You can for vote sure. for us uh, by dialing <laughs> hashtag 99 in your phones right now. <laughs> <laughs> We're the overlords. They don't need to vote. This Listen, this a is democracy. We, like, we turned this to American Idol now. It's yeah. officially voting season. All right, Lyle, sport for you. Um, uh, my favorites. I'll I'll just go very quick. My favorite sports team is a hockey team. That would be the Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, my favorite sport to watch is probably football, American football, because I think it's just very fun to watch and exciting. Um, but which is the best sport? I would have to say Aussie rules football because uh, it's Australian and Australians are the best. You know, I can I can get on board with that. Australians are the best. I'm not going mean, to argue with that at all. I mean, look at PVP Steve. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> what a what a mock. What a mock. <laughs> Good day, battlers. Oh, man. Just can't get enough of it. Uh I uh I replied to his initial comment with a tennis ball because of course I'm gonna have to say tennis is the is the best sport, and and why is is a very hot take. I think it's because it's the sport that requires um the most skill and physicality of any sport out there, and I would say anybody who doubts me and is trying to say football or basketball. I'm going to say, have you tried to return a 140-mile-an-hour serve? And the reaction time that you need on top of the physical endurance and the uh, conditioning in a professional tennis match, I would say is very unrivaled in other sports. Um, We love tennis up here in Canada. Um, you know, we have this one young, wonderful young lady. She's uh, been a little injured recently, but Bianca Andrescu. Mm-hmm. Not sure if you've heard of her, but uh, she won this thing. I believe it's called the uh, the U.S. Open. I think it's called. I'm U.S. Not sure, Open. But, uh, yeah, I I, yeah, I have Open. heard of yes. the the Open. Yeah, yeah. Very famous uh, tournament. Yeah, I am a big fan of uh, Shapovalov as well. Yes, El Chapo. El Chapo. Yeah. He had the famous uh oh my goodness uh moment when he hit the umpire, the chair ump in the face with the ball. That was pretty funny. Yup, and then he also uh kicked a line judge's uh like a little barricade. He kicked the barricade and it like uh, hit the line judge in the ankle and they started bleeding, so he got disqualified for that. He had a temper as a kid, um, but he he's matured. He's matured. Yeah, he busts on the scene pretty pretty young. So. Yep. All right. Well, I think enough of that hot take. Uh, next question: Does Matthew Breaker regret offering to host this week? <laughs> when will he actually sleep now? I have not regretted 
uh hosting this week i was looking forward to it um the the hard thing for for me is uh i'm finding that that podcasting is really uh challenging it is not as easy as it looks and and for me it's even uh more frustrating because i find myself going into like broadcaster mode and not actually talking the way that i normally do and i find that frustrating for when like i'm trying to interview somebody i'm not talking in like my normal cadence or tone that i do um because for some reason unconsciously i feel like i have to like I don't know, step it up for the mic. So let me try to actively down play and do the rest of this normally. But when will he actually sleep now? Um, well, Wildcat, we started the podcast recording early, so I'm not getting out, you know, or having to leave the podcast at midnight and you guys go on until 1.30. So right now it's uh, almost 10 p.m. and we are about two hours 15 minutes into the We're gonna, the podcast we'll bang this thing out before 11 yeah easy class yeah so easy class so i will <laughs> actually get some good sleep tonight all right and now fellas. ryan will go on a full tangent for three hours <laughs> <laughs> all right and muted yep. <laughs> and muted uh fellas you can only eat one food the rest of your life what is it Probably salad, I would say. Is salad a food? Because you can have taco salad, you can have nachos salad, you can have a uh, like a, a fruit salad. It's got the most variety, I'd say. Um, I would say you have to be yeah. specific on the salad because I was going to no, say, says what type. and I was going to say Chinese food. It doesn't say type, it says eat one food. So what Chinese food could be anything? I know, that's the thing is that like, I... I was thinking about like what specific because I was reading this question before and I was like because I thought about Alfredo and my love for Alfredo but Alfredo doesn't agree with my body so it can't be Alfredo <laughs> right. so I have to think of something that would agree with me and then I thought pizza Pizza's a good one too it's either pizza or salad I think those are the only two correct answers what what yeah on your salad though i'm leaving that open to to interpretation for whatever i'm feeling that <laughs> what day. a sellout <laughs> like I, said, if I want no. a uh a, a fresh like uh you know fruit salad for my breakfast or like a nice hearty like three meat salad for dinner then you know that's what i'm gonna have all right uh my one food would be a chicken burrito bowl from chipotle that's the only food i could eat the rest of my life so chicken extra brown rice hot sauce sour cream cheese and lettuce and he's gonna spend the rest of his life on the toilet (laughs) (laughs) so so this is side tangent so um i am pseudo immune to spice that was going to be on one of my uh executive edition uh uh two truths and a lie part but um Mm -hmm. spice does not register with me to the point where can um, you can you eat one of those chips then i can um those spice chips you know which one i'm talking about the um oh gosh what's yeah yeah it comes in a like a pack of one chip yeah 
the yeah, Pocky it's like the one chip like challenge chip? or whatever. Yeah. Um, oh, mm-hmm. so that will be that could be the next one. So, um, listeners, listeners, and viewers watching this YouTube video, in one week, if you have ten or more reviews on our podcast, I will eat on camera a pocky chip. And if I cannot get a Pocky chip, I will eat a Carolina Reaper or a Ghost Pepper live on camera. So that is insane. Streaming on his um, I saw the uh, on uh, Reddit. I saw people smoking Carolina Reapers out of a bong. Oh my what? God. That sounds <laughs> awful. They, they look. They literally look like they were. They just died, so don't do that. Oh, like I feel like I've seen this video before because they like. Oh, there's there's more than one video out there of people doing stupid uh, shit like that. Uh, there's a subreddit called "What Could Go Wrong." <laughs> if you're feeling bored, a lot can go wrong. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get back to the questions here. Um, if you, if only one Pokemon could exist in the world, what should it be? Well, I have an easy answer, but that's it's just a sellout answer. Um, for those who are viewing the YouTube video, I have my buddy Lynn here. Uh, I was gonna say a kitty. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll add him to the. Uh... Uh, I'll just say the answer is Bidoof. Next. I also <laughs> really, if it wasn't Lynn, I would have chose Mimikyu just because I like to see evil in the world sometimes. <laughs> I I do want to go with with my favorite. Um, Pokemon, which is Umbreon, but if I can't get Umbreon, I'll choose Eevee. So, uh, what is your favorite non-Pokemon game? All right, so I do just just a small tad of gaming. There's there's a little bit of games that I like to play, um, but one of the ones that I played for a very long while, um, I think it was in 2020 when we did it, um, is Stardew Valley. For those who do not know what Stardew Valley is, it is a computer and a Switch game, so you can play on either or. If you do it on the computer, you can do mods and everything for it. Um, But it is basically a mixture of um, Animal Crossing, um, Pokemon, Link, just different things. It's a mixture of it all in one. You're basically a farmer who's taken over the, the farm of your grandfather. And so you have to build up this farm, but you also have mining involved, so you can go to a cave and mine. There's monsters you have to fight in different areas. And there's also uh, NPCs that you have, you can romance, you can have children with. Um, one of them even cheats on you. Uh, it, it's it's very real world. It's very... <laughs> That's it so doesn't, it's it doesn't stray away from anything. Like one of them is an alcoholic. Like it's <laughs> it's so great. Um, for any of you who really want to like find something, because you can make anything your purpose in the game. It's not specific to following one path. So if you want to do the mining portion and focus on that, you can. If you want to focus on the romancing NPCs, you can. Literally, you can do anything. And it's not like Animal Crossing where it's based on the real world. When you save it, it stops the time. So you can play it for when you want to play it. So I've very highly suggest the game. Both my fiance and I both play it. Um, although I haven't picked it up in a while because again, crazy life. But I, I would suggest that. 
Lyle, um, how about you? Yeah, I, I like, uh, I guess I used to play a lot of MLB The Show. Uh, it's a pretty fun game. Um, as for non-video related games, uh, I, I like a good, like, a board game or something, like a Carcassonne. Or uh, like a Settlers of Catan or a uh, something like that is fun as well. Uh, my favorite non-Pokemon game. Um, so, uh, so that's my gamer tag. Sojiro comes from uh, Super Smash Brothers. So it doesn't come from Super Smash Bros. But I, I use my gamer tag Sojiro for uh, Super Smash Bros. Um, and Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. So... Those are my favorite non-Pokemon games. Uh, second to last question from Wildcat Dad. What is your least favorite place you have visited? Oh, that's easy answer. Wildcat Dad's place. Have <laughs> 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 I've actually been there? <laughs> I, I actually do have a uh, legit answer. Um, okay. But it's, it's more so like it, it's not particularly the place it's just a lot of the things that i do not like uh, it encompasses so i'm not a big fan of the beach in general like i don't like the ocean i don't like what's in the ocean i don't like to know what's in the sand i, I don't like any of that uh, so just in general beaches <laughs> so okay beaches in general is my answer <laughs> okay i i'd have to go with you on on the beaches front i would say um, apart from uh, my distaste for sand as well, I do not like the idea of oceans. They freak me out. Um, so, uh, Virginia Beach is probably my one of my only experiences with the, the ocean. Um trying to think did if... you get your butt nibbled by like a shark or something what happened no nothing like that i'm just scared of like sharks and general like sea things and and especially you should be scared of the jellyfish i those are the real scary ones i stepped on one on the beach that was not fun so yeah so uh lyle how about you Okay, I was say it's not my least favorite place because that's kind of tough to say. But I would say a place that I liked a lot less than expected was actually uh, Venice. Um, you think it's like oh this picturesque city, but like when I was there, it was like very cramped. Everything's like very tight together. Yeah, there was so many people. I just felt like I was being like herded through the sh the streets like a cow, and um, it like had a not a great smell in the summertime. And um, after just coming from Amsterdam before that, uh, it would left a little bit of a sour taste in my mouth. So that's that's so weird because that's like a destination vacation for a lot of people. But yeah, it's a very beautiful place for right. sure. But it's it's one of those places where I think it's more beautiful in pictures. Yeah. Than when you're actually there, you know. Right. Um. Yeah. All right, let's go through this one. A lot of gypsies, a lot of trying to rob your pockets and that type of stuff as well. So you got to be careful, head on a swivel, that type of thing. All right, we almost made it through. Uh, Wildcat Daz, last one from him. Design a Pokemon with your words. 
remember this is an audio format i need to see this with your words so imagine a hand and four fingers are placed down except the middle one and it's facing towards a certain someone who may have submitted this question <laughs> and this middle finger may have some eyes on it and a mouth who knows maybe towards the top of the the middle finger and we can call it middle fingerton there does you go. it evolve Enjoy. at all into yeah. like like a second a, pair like yeah so it evolves into a full-on hand that just smacks okay. you okay yeah, that's it okay i thought it would be called uh uh the bird oh gosh and then then it evolves into uh Birduo. 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 Oh man. It's just two middle fingers. <laughs> All We're right. Get this podcast band. <laughs> I, like honestly just skip me here because my uh I'm my not... thing is like literally uh Twiggy. It's a twig and uh, it's like a cousin of Sidowodo. And it's like, you know, it's got a couple arms and a couple eyes and it's it's a twig. All right. All right, Mama Climbs. She actually has an individual question for each of us. So, Lyle, who's your favorite hockey player of all time, and why is it Matt's Sundin? Proper pronunciation, oh please. Did I pr- mispronounce that? I My pronunciation is bad. Your pronunciation is just absolutely horrid. Um, I don't know. She would say, like, Matt's Sundin. Or something like oh that. Oh my gosh! Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, obviously Matt's is like a huge icon of my childhood. Um, growing up as a Leafs fan, and he's a national hero in the uh, country of Sweden. Um, but I would have to say my favorite hockey player of all time used to be Wendell Clark. Uh, growing up, he was one of my favorites. But right now, I think it's Austin Matthews, and I don't think that's changing. Just hit 50 goal mark for the first time in his career. Would have got it three seasons in a row if it wasn't for the pandemic. American-born, yes, but Canadians, Canada's now. Go Leafs, go. Okay, we'll take that. Seagull, where does your fascination with seagulls stem from? Are they not considered the, quote, rats of the sky quote on this side of the atlantic so um it's not really a fascination it's just a nickname um because my last name is literally pronounced seagull um, but it's spelled and for those of you who want to steal my identity this is your time uh s-i-e-g-e-l and that's how you pronounce it uh so that's quote unquote the fascination it's just my nickname um and then at the same time also the rats of the sky i live in kentucky i don't i don't even see the ocean i'm not near it (laughs) so we don't see any seagulls here actually um the small amount of times that we have here were very weird and odd events um but i've been to like chicago where there's definitely like a ton of seagulls and it was a weird thing to see because you know you're just kind of like oh they're usually at beaches chicago has lakes (laughs) <laughs> so it's just like that's that's a little bit weird but yeah i mean I, uh, as far as i know pigeons are more of a nuisance but i i will say that 
more specific because I am from the Northeast. Um, not really where I was raised, but I was born and I visit there quite a lot. So like places like New York City, New Jersey and all that. Pigeons are more what I see than seagulls. And pigeons, they, they don't care. They don't give a fuck what you're doing. You can literally kick one and they don't give two shits. It's crazy what pigeons can do. <laughs> so oh you think goodness. seagulls are bad. Pigeons are worse. <laughs> pigeons are worse. <laughs> and, and you didn't want to be called Lord Pigeon for the, the episode? I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, Matthew, which one of the hosts makes your role as executive producer most challenging and why? These two hosts I think are I know great. The answer to this one. Yeah, no, can these just, two hosts are can great. I just drop in. Yeah, go ahead, Lyle. Who do you think? I just think I think I know the answer. I'm oh, not okay. Say it, but I I think I know. Do you? I have a do you a hunch? Take this a guess. Too, does it start with? Does it start with? Uh, stru- oh, and and with z- zombie. It might. It oh, might. It's, are we not considering Dino's internet a specific entity at this point? <laughs> <laughs> of the host <laughs> that's true I rest I my case so uh, honest, honest answer Mama Climbs um, the yeah Astra does make my my uh, my role as executive producer most challenging but it's not um, because there's like any tension at all between it it's, it's simply because uh Astro starts the recording very late for me personally. Um, so like nine, nine 30 is typically when I'm about to go to bed on like a normal day. So, uh, it's challenging because like on those days I stay up late to, um, be sort of like the voice in their ear, go over like the notes and, and, and stuff like that. Um, so only challenging because I, I wish that on recording nights I could stay for like the whole podcast, but as these episodes are getting longer and longer, um, which is a good thing. I like that they are, and we're adding new segments, but the longer the duration goes on, the more tired I get because it is progressively way past my bedtime. Um, so that's it. That That's the only reason, uh, Astro. And then also because he doesn't respond back, uh, to me right away. And I'm the last person to know about things happening. Like, uh, yeah, call apparently, him out. apparently I'm, uh, recording this, this podcast or sorry, not recording. I'm editing this podcast. Um, so found that out right before we recorded. Yay. Um, yeah, Astro. How about that? <laughs> That's a hot take straight from Matthew. Hot take. <laughs> no, it's all good. It's all love. Um, oh, okay. So she's got some would you rather questions. All right, fellas, would you rather only be able to wear sweatpants for the rest of your life or only be able to wear suits for the rest of your life? I, I, have, I have such an easy answer. And let's be realistic. So I just started working from home like a month ago. And I tell you, it's the best thing part of my life because now, um, and for those of you on YouTube, I'm going to show you, I literally never am not in sweatpants anymore. So I am always in sweatpants. <laughs> I was like, for, for can th- we, 
take off the clothes when we're at home? Is this in public or? Oh what? yeah, no, I, I wear sweatpants everywhere. <laughs> because I'm thinking like, I would rather wear the suits because I want to look like dapper as fuck, you know, when I'm out of the public. Uh, but when I'm at home, like you know, I can just uh, basically just lie around in my underwear, no problem. I'm gonna take so, this uh, as an all or nothing. Yeah, but when you're at home, you don't need to wear clothes, right? right? But so they're like, saying they're saying only able to wear, as in that's the only. Right. So thing. when I'm wearing clothes, it has to be a suit. Right. So if I'm not wearing clothes, it's fine. So I would definitely wear a suit because you don't want to be the guy that shows up to your best friend's wedding wearing sweatpants. Okay, that's all I'm gonna say. I would be okay with that. Listen, I I don't care. <laughs> I will shop the sweatpants everywhere. I don't know what kind of weddings they have in Kentucky, but listen, we we don't want to discuss that. We, there's a uh, lot of a lot of questionable things that happens around here. All right. <laughs> Moving on to questionable things. Would you rather never have air conditioning or never be able to? Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. To use deodorant. That's, that's such a tough question for me because, number one, like I, I, I don't like to smell myself, so I'm consistently wearing deodorant because if I do, I'm just like, this is awful. Um, but on the flip side, I also run very hot as a person, and so I always have to have a cool environment. Like, my fiancé gets mad at me because I keep the house at a cool 65 degrees every night. You because otherwise, monster. I, I sweat in my sleep so bad. But we have a down comforter, so it's warm underneath, so she's fine. But I, I have to keep the house cool. Otherwise, like, my body will break out in hives. It is that bad. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah. But on the flip side here, talking about, like, um, I, I think never being able to wear deodorant again, only for the pure fact that you could shower every day and be fine. That's what I was going to say. I'd but rather that, have the AC in the hot summer and then just be able to shower. But Because it, it doesn't say like, you can't use soap. Yeah, it just feels like an annoyance, though, because it, that, that's more of an annoyance than not having AC. And that sounds so privileged. But let and me no. tell you, I... I can't live without it. I and you can call me weak all you want. 
I'll, I'll accept it. <laughs> this actually hits ho- a little close to home to me. I don't have AC in my house. I only have a uh, small air conditioner we have in the bedroom sometimes mm-hmm. in the summertime. Um, but I definitely could not live without deodorant because I sweat a lot and uh, I'm a little self-conscious. So if I didn't have deodorant, I would not be very comfortable. I'd rather sweat and have deodorant than not sweat and not have deodorant. Got you. All right. And then would you rather be reincarnated as a sea creature or an airborne creature? Again, reverting back to the earlier thing, I don't like what's in the ocean. There's nothing. I, I don't even eat sea f- seafood at all, which is funny because my name is Seagull. So like you'd think I would, but I don't. Uh, so and obviously also reverting back, my nickname is also Seagull. So... <laughs> so obviously uh sea creature not sea uh, airborne creature also you can fly how cool is that i know but okay so i'm at face with a terrible dilemma because i'm terrified of like the the sea and i'm also deathly afraid of heights <laughs> so <laughs> i would probably go with the airborne creature and then just stay hovering pretty close to the you ground you could be a flightless bird matthew like like an ostrich like or an something. ostrich i i'll take i'll take the airborne creature um yeah i i don't know it, it depends on what you are but if i was like the king of the sea that'd be pretty pog like if i was like a like a giant squid or like a friggin hammerhead shark or something like okay i'll do that uh pretty pog like just just talking about sea creatures yeah that's pretty pog yeah that'd be pretty pog <laughs> man like, <laughs> i love that so much yeah king tom 513 moving along here is seagull back on the game for good now <sighs> okay so i'm not going to go into full detail because there's another question that fits in with this already being asked as well uh i'm just going to keep it short and sweet for now the answer is no. <laughs> um, I, I will leave it at that for now. We'll, we'll revert back to this because it is asked again here in a little bit. All right. He didn't even add me as a friend yet, so I would hope that he adds me as a friend before he he quits. The yeah, game he again. added me as a friend, but he hasn't even like accepted my gift, so we're not even like the lowest yeah. tier of friends. Just yeah, yeah. I, just fun fact. I don't like either of you, so it's a surprise. That's fair. That's fair. I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. No, I, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was I was like disliking you the more that we like went along this podcast. So, you know, at least like, you know, we're the feelings mutual. So my goal has been to make sure you never want to host a podcast again. Yeah, just drive a wedge <laughs> right in there. That's fair. That's fair. Are you like a double agent for Wildcat and, and Astro and D <laughs> Okay. Oh, I I've been caught. Ooh, I like this one. Who would win in a 3v3 PvP match? The three bros this week or the other people that are on the show? Wild Card 17, Dinosaur Magic, and Astrology Vampire 954. Let's just let's let's just use simple statistics of what's been going on in our Sylph matches the last couple of months, shall we? So I like this. As far as I know of for the last three months that we've had a Sylph tournament, 
there's only been one person who has won our self tournaments. And uh, I, I think he is uh, here on this um, podcast with us this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, am I am I wrong by saying that, Matthew? Is that no, correct? no, no. I think I, th- I think my research checks out okay. as, as well. So me and you don't even have to do anything. Mm-hmm, exactly. Lyle can right. just battle the three of you. <laughs> three v one, one v three. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> I I can say I actually beat Wildcat Dad on a practice battle on Friday night, and I was hammered. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even remember what the hell happened in that battle, but I was, like, completely, basically blackout. Man, he's calling you out you now. battle sober, dude. Like, oh, oh my goodness. Man. He gave him the handicap, too. <laughs> all right. Damn, what a call uh, out. All right, do you think we could push the episode to four hours? Time check. Where are we at right now? Honestly, and the answer is gonna be no. I, no, I do not. Hell, hell no. No. Um, I, I think it. I think it might actually. We're, we've hit no. the three-hour mark. No, no, no. Because as we start getting more tired, we're gonna answer the questions quicker. That's how it goes. That's how no. it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, right. I'll I'll do it for you, King Tom. Don't worry. I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text Seagull's fiance and be like, "Yo, tell him pull the that plug. you need his help for pull the plug on power." <laughs> All right, guys. Turn up the air conditioner. <laughs> Brace yourselves for this. I'm rich, bitch. Here comes the money. Here we go. Here comes the money. Money, 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 money. <laughs> it is a Stardust check. Time based on our request from King Tom. Who is the stardust hoarder of the group now? Maybe Seagull. I have no idea. You guys can maybe I, open the game. Gosh. You're going to have to open the game. Oh, while you're there, um, I did send you a gift. If you could just like open it up really quick <laughs> and then give me the XP. <laughs> so. I actually have to find the game <laughs> if I still have it downloaded. I do. So I'm at. You were sending like a bunch of practice battles to people the other day or something. Yeah, I was trying to. Yeah. I actually beat Wildcat on one of those. Did you give yourself the um, the challenge Update. award in the oh, Discord? I, I'm the one running it. I don't need to do oh, it. Oh okay. Um, okay, let me see here. I'll start. I definitely. Yeah, you go first. Yeah, Matthew. I'll start things off. I'm at one million seven hundred and forty-four thousand five hundred and one. You blow me out of the water. I'm only at five hundred and sixty-seven thousand. Well, gentlemen, I got bad news. I'm being told I have to update the game. I can moving on. I can actually tell you what I have because I remember. Um, so this will this again will be answered um here in a little bit. Um, but I did a trade bef- the last time I actually opened the game and did something in it. So uh, the answer is I have zero dust. <laughs> like the number wow. zero? The number zero. Yes, correct. That's impressive, actually. That's because I was a dust spender when I used to do PvP mm-hmm. stuff. And so right. uh, speaking of here, look at that. Uh, the game is popping up now. So maybe I just assume that like over time, maybe you would just like accumulate dust. Yeah. Just, like compound you know. interest, right? Like just in your, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, exactly. If only it works that way, but I legitimately had the game deleted off my phone from August, 2021 till March, 2022. 
and uh, yeah, and just the kind of lag time here. Um, I I don't feel like I miss much in between the time that I stopped playing and now. Like I'm going back, like opening the game now, and like I I caught Lynn because obviously, um, but. Outside of that, I mean, it still feels like the same game that I played before. Um, and actually here, I can tell you what my official count is. Oh, actually, I have more than zero. My bad. I thought I had zero. Um, it's 17,000. <laughs> All right. All okay, right. Not the worst. That's good. Other than Pokemon stuff, what do you do for fun? Seagull. Oh. Okay, so I have a boring answer, and I have actual fun answers. Uh, so the boring answer is you kind of already see it on the Discord. I do programming stuff uh, in my free time for fun, um, which was apparent with the the prank the that we did for April Fool's yeah. Day. Um, but, I, I mean, I professionally do coding um, on top of for fun. Um, the fun for fun part is because I'm just a fucking nerd. Like, it's just point blank. Um, so the actual fun part of my life, and here I'm going to move out the way a little bit, as you can see, is I like to play board games, and I have a ton of board games. What you're seeing right there is just a hint of what I have. What's your favorite board oh game God. to play? So it's it's right here in sight. Um, it's called Machi Koro. It's a it's a building game basically. Okay. So you're building a city using currency, um, and it's very easy going. It's a lot of fun. Um, you play with a maximum of four people, and it's just it's a lot of fun. I highly suggest it. Um, and have if you played else, like Cosmic Encounters? At um, all? I have not. No. Okay. But I have some other games here that for people who may be interested, um, Kill Dr. Lucky. It's like the opposite of Clue. You're trying to kill the person. Um, things like Throw Throw Burrito. You're playing a matching game with also a mixture of dodgeball. Um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Um, so speaking of Stardew Valley from earlier, they came out with a board game for Stardew Valley as well. And we've played it once and it was a lot of fun. But it is a game that takes longer than Monopoly. Oh my goodness. So that's that. And that game, I don't think you can even buy anymore. It was a very special run of it. Um, and there are some other games here, like Parano Paranormal Detective, um, which is trying to solve a ghost murder. Uh, Telestrations, which is, um, if you've ever played the game Telephone as a kid, where you whisper in someone's ear down a line of people, and then the, what you say at the beginning versus what you say at the end is definitely not going to be the same. <laughs> Telestrations is that, but riding. And we have the adult version for it. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, so I, I like to play board games. That's that's uh, that's my for fun. With I like to hang out with my friends and play board games. So, All right. Lyle, what's your... Uh... Uh, probably like pretty boring stuff. Just uh, watching some TV, watching some shows. Um, I like to do some exercise as well, which is kind of like involved with Pokemon Go, I guess, too. Mm -hmm. Which is one of the reasons why I started liking the game. Like just get out, especially during the pandemic and stuff. Um, I'm also kind of uh into personal finance. So if you guys, I don't know how helpful I can be with American personal finance, but uh, if you have any questions about Canadian personal finance or in general on um, allocation of your money, uh, let me know. I can try to help you out. 
right. <laughs> um, so about I... those offshore bank accounts. Yeah. Yeah. What you got any? Any? No, I think you want the Roth IRA or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Do you watch wrestling? Me? Yes. No, I used to when I was a kid. I think the last big wrestling event I remember was when Brock Lesnar took out uh, The Rock at SummerSlam. So I watched um, little bits and pieces of WrestleMania this last weekend. Apparently it was fire. Although I'm not yeah. a big fan of Logan Paul, but... Uh, yeah, that that is know. crazy. The Pokemon Illustrator card that he had, which is like incredibly rare like it's mm-hmm. never before seen in public rare it's it, you have to respect the fact that number one he's brought things out to life that you, you haven't seen before uh, but also you kind of you love to hate the guy because he's definitely the guy who helped skyrocket the market in tcg so it's a blessing and curse kind of scenario, but he's also done. He actually genuinely loves TCG. Like, I and I will be the first to say I do not like the guy, just firsthand. But he has a pure love for TCG and really wants the stuff that's that, number one hasn't been seen to show it off. Number one because you know it's his, but also number two because it hasn't been seen. Um, so like the hit with the GI Joe card stuff. I mean, as as big of a hit that was for him it still hurts so bad for him and it it's again i am i'm gonna keep repeating this i do not like the guy <laughs> but i have to respect the hustle involved with it it's it's quite incredible what he's done with the tcg market i okay how did we get to logan paul from wrestling so logan paul he was, was there oh he was there okay okay yeah. i'm like i'm going like did I miss something? <laughs> so Matthew just answered the question. Okay. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, I actually have never seen wrestling in my life. So um, I, I actually want to just shout out also, I'm very sad that the New Day didn't get as long of a time slot during WrestleMania because I have a pure love for Xavier Woods. That dude is phenomenal. He is funny as hell. And he is a gamer at heart. And the dude hosts, he's on G4 TV. He hosts a bunch of shows on there. He hosts his own YouTube channel, uh, Up Up Down Down, which is a video game thing for wrestlers. Incredible. And he knows Pokemon as well. <laughs> All right, fellas, who is your favorite Pokemon, favorite cup to play in, favorite move to use in PvP, and favorite PvP Pokemon? Lyle, so, let's go with you. Yeah. Start out with. Okay. Favorite Pokemon is uh, Dragalge. Favorite cup to play in is a Halloween cup. Favorite move to use is uh, Outrage because it's fun. And my favorite PvP Pokemon is also Dragalge. All right. My favorite Pokemon, Umbreon. Favorite cup to play in, Ultra League. Favorite move to use in PvP probably dark pulse it just looks cool and sounds cool um favorite pvp pokemon is uh toss up between mandibuzz and umbreon so 
I'm I'm gonna just cheat and give three answers for my favorite Pokemon because it is an actual split tie. Um, so here I have Mimikyu, Scorbunny, and then Lin, of course. Mm-hmm. So some background on it, Scorbunny. I actually really like the concept of Score Bunny for Sword and Shield. It is, I feel like, a really well done Pokemon. A lot of people disagree. I, I think it's pretty cool. Um, Mimikyu, its backstory and everything involved with it is so grand. Um, the fact that it's number one wants to be loved by everyone, so it put on this costume to be loved is so awesome. And then at the same time, it kills people. If you look underneath it and see what it actually is, you will die of a mysterious illness and it is documented that you will um and of course lynn fire cat i mean who doesn't want a fire cat <laughs> um and then let's see favorite cup to play in you know i really liked sinister cup so that that meta was one of my favorites um and i got to play it the second time around um, i didn't play it initially when it came out but i got to play it when it was in its 2.0 form um, it's it's one of my favorite metas it, just for the pure fact of like there was some Pokemon at that time um, Nido Queen was not a popular Pokemon at that time it was not it didn't have the move rebalance that it has now um, but it was very useful in that cup um, if I remember correctly it, it's been a while I think so um, and then also favorite move to use in PvP um, if we're talking specifically Pokemon Go um, I think s- psycho boost kind of looks cool because it has that weird psychic fly thing or whatever um but i don't really per se have one i mean they're all just kind of boring and i say that because they're just they're the way that the game translates from the main series games into into pogo is kind of weird because they're not mimics of each other like drain punch for example drain punch steals hp from the other pokemon we're not having that here it's just a defense boost so it's it's things like that on top of the the way that they show in game or in the anime even it's very different than in pogo um and then favorite pvp pokemon so scrafty has always been like one of my favorites Um, even before it got real popular i used to play scrafty on my team all the time and it was killer um and then combine it with things like drift bloom it, it can it can do some major damage um but this was of course back when i used to pvp because you know i don't really do that any you're retired now you're retired. yeah i'm retired i'm making the big bucks now yeah. <laughs> all right what should be the first shadow mythical pokemon and when do they release it i mean easy answer is mew right i don't think they release it for yeah i was gonna say mew too years. i think uh Wait, Mew or Mewtwo? <laughs> Mewtwo is not mythical. Mewtwo is not mythical. I know, yeah. he just said Mewtwo, so I had to do it. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they release it as part of like an Ultra Unlock after this year's GoFest. Maybe they release Shadow Mew. And uh, maybe I can finally get my shiny Mew that I didn't pay for and I'm waiting over a year for. Oh, no. You know, that's kind of crazy to think that they definitely still haven't released it. And you know, maybe they won't. Maybe it'll still be locked behind a paywall. I want two Mews, okay? So I want an Ultra League Mew. <laughs> so, okay, that, that that moves right into this last question from, from him. Is is What's the one shiny that has eluded you? Is it, sh- is it shiny Mew? 
No, well, that hasn't eluded me because I haven't even had a chance to catch it. Um, I don't know. Let me see. Like, ha is there any shinies that I've been on a really intense chase for? For the longest time, I was looking for a shiny Wigglytuff or Jigglypuff, and I caught one of those. Um, currently, right now, I can't think of anything in particular, but uh, let me get back to you on that one. And then his follow-up question is, Shiny Houndour even in the game? I can confirm, yes, it is in the game. Um, and I have a Shiny Houndoom to prove it. So, booyah. Damn. I think that's a fake... Uh, what a brag. Fake account there. The fake account. Fake, yeah. fake news. My, my spoofing it, uh... account. Yep, sorry guys. You, yeah, you know it's my... a spoofing yep. account. Man, this is just like Hot Take City. You got Lyle with his rocker and D-Fit and, you know, <laughs> me with my spoofing. Just Okay, for... I do I do have an answer. Um, I traded for one, but I did like uh, maybe 60 raids when Shiny Dialga was released and I never got a Shiny. Um, I did do a lucky trade for one from my girlfriend, but uh, I never actually caught one uh, from a raid. Got you. A shinies eluded me. I don't care about shinies, to be honest with you. I just Same. never have. But I do have a friend of mine that um I I like to do community days with, and and they are a shiny collector. So I just kind of save the shinies for to trade over for uh to them. Um. All right. Moving on. Our new flow. And I pronounced that wrong, so I'm going to try again. Arn Arnolfo. Ar Arnolfo. Uh, also, Smiley works. Uh, do y'all consider yourself better battlers than the other podcasters in this world? If we're talking about in general in the world, I don't think that's a fair assessment in general. I would just say yes. The other, next <laughs> the other podcasters, I would say, if you're with talking, the exception you... of Battle Cats, I would say we probably, as a collective, are probably better than... Oh, I beat Kelepang this season already in Sylph. <laughs> Damn, what a call out. <laughs> okay, so... It was very close. Right, well, he's a good battler, right. but uh, I, okay, he's, I did beat him. Easy I, claps, I guess. Sorry. Uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, be the voice of reason here. And so, in reality of things, I do think everyone, they're dependent upon meta and everything. There is people who can't... I mean, even like I, who have not played in months, I can beat people in other podcasts who have played for a very long time. That doesn't mean I'm better at all. So That's in true. a sense of in general, I like to think that we're all equal. And that sounds like such a cop out, but I actually truly believe that. <laughs> I don't. Okay. Um, I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe that I am better than a majority of the Pokemon podcasters and jokes on you because we have all of them right here ready to battle you right now <laughs> exactly. um just because the other podcasters they don't like the majority of them don't do pvp and they they announce that they don't do pvp so that's the only reason so why. you're better than fish uh yeah let's see fish that battle go down. E fish does not do his own podcast 
but he he's a podcaster. He doesn't consider himself a podcaster. I don't believe so. Well, that's a lie. I don't believe he's so. On a Fish, podcast. If, if you consider yourself a podcaster, forgive me. Hold um, on, I can confirm this. I will tag him in chat right now. Okay, and then get, <laughs> and then get back to us. But Fish and DeFi, I've never played either of them. I would love to. Um, but this is just. So it's not most, it's an all or nothing. I'm not going to be cocky. No, I'm not I'm not better than the other podcasters in the world. Most doesn't count. This was an all or nothing question. Um second question from Arnolfo. Um what's y'all's biggest fear? Is it, why is it y'all's? Is that like I think it's just making fun of wild Okay, okay. Um What's y'all's what's biggest, my biggest fears? fear? Um, that the questions will never end. <laughs> um, mine is uh, heights. Seagull, what's yours? Um, I feel like this is going to come back to haunt me, so I guess I'll say it. Um, <laughs> I am not a fan of spiders and snakes. Um, spiders, I can deal with more than snakes. Snakes, I will stay. Like You can show me a snake as long as it's like 10 miles away from here. Um, and then at the same time, also, I don't have a per se fear of the ocean. I just don't like the things in it. Uh, so we're just circling back to that again. Um, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, no, I, I fucking hate snakes. Snakes All are right. top of my list. <laughs> we're, getting, uh, we're getting deep on here. Have y'all accomplished everything you wanted as a child? Can be Pokemon related. No. So I guess... I, I took this question a different way. Like, did you accomplish what you wanted as a child? Literally. Um, oh, literally. But so I'm going to take it as the adult form. I did not expect to be where I am at all. Um, I when growing up. I wanted to be a weatherman um, or a teacher, but I kind of had a hint that I liked IT, but I, I never really knew number one, what career path I could take. And number two, if I would be good at it. Um, but as time went on, I kind of learned that I liked IT and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. I actually did not know what field or what I wanted to do until two years ago. And even to now, I still don't know what I per se want to do because I ended up in a field that's not specifically for programming. Um, it has a mixture of programming in it, but it's still not specifically that, that I went to school for. So yes and no, I, I feel like I accomplished past what I set goals for, but at the same time, I didn't per se accomplish what I thought I was going to. It just went in a different direction. I gotcha. I, I totally can relate, man. Um, y'all have to pick a side, but which one, Dino, Wildcat, or Astro? I mean, so we have we have things that we have to factor here. Uh, Dino's internet, um, Wildcat's from Kentucky, um, <laughs> and then Astro has like a ton of kids. Um, so in theory, we could send all the kids to battle against the other two. So, I mean... That's true. I'll just pick Astro's side since, like, he pays the bills and all that sort right. of stuff. Wait, right. you're getting paid? Hold on. Wait a second. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Hold on. Big... T 
Actually, I'm still waiting to get paid, if, if I remember correctly. <laughs> Astro, come on, cough it up. Somebody, somebody's supposed to be sending me an e-transfer with some. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. I meant to send that. <laughs> Speaking of uh, transferring money, there is a prize for our upcoming Nemesis Cup. And there will be a prize for Arboretum Cup as well. So uh, you should Ooh. definitely join if you're uh, wanting to uh, get some Pokecoins. Yeah, everyone join the Nemesis Cup because I'm telling you right now, there's a 0% chance I'm going to win four Sylph Cups in a row. That's <laughs> so um, I would gladly want someone to beat me so that I don't have to keep worrying about it. I've literally won, like, how many is that? Six, 12... I just win so much, guys. More, like just like seven. What no, I literally won seventeen in a row. Yeah, now, it's I just, so like, horrible. Beat me. Like just <laughs> this win streak is just weighing on my on my mind. It actually like, is. A you don't bit, like... know how terrible it is being great at something. It's stressful. Like, <laughs> it's it's so great, lonely up here at the top. Like. Damn, what a call out. It is. I I will say, though, Lyles, I actually think your win streak is not the longest. I believe Miami Doc still has the longest, but if you give me two seconds here, I can verify that. That's fine. He can have the longest. We'll uh, we'll move into the the next question here. Lyle, uh, what is the meaning behind your new profile picture change in Discord? Why did you do it? Why change? <laughs> it's fair. It tricked me up as well because I was like, who the hell is this person? <laughs> yeah, cause I was just on April Fool's, so I just changed my profile pic and I changed my my in, my uh, Discord name just for a little bit just to confuse people. That's about it. I'll probably change it back eventually. It's it's a, actually a picture of me at Subway. Okay. All right. Wearing a mask. Well, the people wanted to know. Specifically, one person wanted to know. So I appreciate it, Smiley. Keep on yeah. keeping on, buddy. All right. Okay, um, so uh, update to the previous yes. thing I was telling you about. So, Lyle, you're actually tied with Miami. Miami has the longest streak in general, but it's not specific to Sylph. It's against all of our, like, our custom metas and Sylph. So right now, you two are tied for the longest Sylph streak. What is it? Uh, three, apparently. So you both have won three oh. tournaments in a row. Still for later. But two of my tournaments were six rounders, and those were the first two six rounders that we've ever had. In <laughs> so, so technically, it's really I'm lonely saying, at the top. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, six rounder, you know, that's an extra win. Like, you know. Uh-huh. All right. Okay. Moving, moving on here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to pound through these. Uh, who wore it better? And he's referring to the picture of both him and Dino's avatar wearing the same denim jacket. I'm going to go ahead and say neither of you because Denim's so, like, out of style even in the game. Um, And you guys need to put on some new digs and get that drip going. How's my my attire? Do you like my in-game attire? Your your in-game attire. Guys, um, I will s- we got breaking news coming straight from the fish himself. Oh, God. <laughs> so, officially, Fish says, kind of. So, he's kind of a podcaster. Told you, he's a podcaster. 
<laughs> kind of. Uh, I will say uh, Smiley wore it better just because uh, I feel like his ego is more fragile than Dino's. So. <laughs> Evil. It's <laughs> just become I, the roast podcast. <laughs> the roast podcast. Lyle, I think you could. We got to work on your shoes, man. What? What's right we gotta fix shoes? your drip. It, it doesn't. It doesn't work with the outfit, but that that's okay. We're we're, you know, we'll 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 work on that. Um, freaking guy over. Yeah. Here. Next question. Um, are y'all excited about the James Webb Telescope? Boy, howdy, the James Webb Telescope. You're talking about the thing. I that... don't know what that is. I oh, you don't why know? that's important. Uh, it was. Obviously, you know, cost ten billion dollars and produced by Northrop Grumman and the uh, Bali Aerospace and Technologies, and it okay. is a telescope that was launched into space that weighs about fourteen thousand pounds. Uh it has crazy bandwidth of S bands up to sixteen kilobits a second. S band down. Of forty right, kilobits so a second. I, I'm gonna My pause. Florida stuff. Good, just Florida stuff. So, is this things that you looked up, or is this things you're actually excited for? Because I think he just looked this shit up. I <laughs> just know that that this telescope is going to make uh, space, uh, f- like photography. Uh, it's gonna make space great again. It, it's it's essentially like the best uh, space telescope out there. Um, so we're gonna be able to take pictures. What happened to the Hubble? Like the Hubble. This got blows it out. This <laughs> blows out okay. the the, the <laughs> Hubble out of the water. Well like, then, yeah, think, Fitz Pog. Think, like get some yeah, think, super yeah, Pog oh, pictures of space. Super <laughs> Pog <laughs> pictures of space. Super so Pog much. pictures of space. Lyle is like so done. He's like wanting these questions to be fucking over. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm still here. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. opening gifts because I know we're not going to get there before midnight. So I got to get my gifts in real quick. <laughs> All uh, right. I'm paying attention. If, if, if Siegel had a theme song, what would it be? Obviously, the Seinfeld theme song. Just easily. I was thinking uh, the chicken dance. No, Seinfeld theme song, hands down. You got to have those random bass slaps. All right. Uh, Hold on, I you're gonna hear get us DCMD. <laughs> DCMA. That's probably what, whatever it's called. <laughs> that's probably public uh, knowledge or whatever by now. All right. Uh, I want to hear a seagull's perspective on the community day time change. Is it a good change? How should a community day be improved, in your opinion? So I did take the Twitter about this. Um, because I get where they're coming from. I've had some conversations with some people about this as well. Because I get it. They want people to do it at the same time so that people are meeting up. Um, which is great. I get it. They want people to go out and meet more. Um, but also, we are still kind of in a pandemic, uh, number one. Um, no matter how we feel or review or anything it's still ongoing and there's still people who are definitely can get sick pretty easily so the their game play is limited um so taking that into account and kind of mixing mixing in the two i came up with an idea that was basically doing the old time frame but 
it's basically you choose your three hour period within the 11 to five. So if you wanted to start at 11, you could, if you want to start at 12, you could. So that way the window is still small, but you, you have it a little bit more of access to be free with it. And there's still a lot of overlapping between people, but talking with others with the way that they want it to be the way that Niantic wants it to be is that they really want it to be that limited window. I get it. It's just, you have to think of not only the people that are like, for example, I used to work weekends. So it, yeah, I get it. And I can keep talking on and on about these kind of things. But the reality of it is that, like, it's Niantic's decision at the end of the day, and we need to voice our opinion uh, if we really want it to change. And I think it will change. I don't think that we'll be stuck to the three-hour window moving forward, long-term anyways. Our current plan is to stay for the three-hour period. So that's, that's my hot take on it, is that I feel like we should have the 11 to 5, but you can choose your three-hour window in there. I yield oh, my time. Right. You <laughs> <yield your> t- <laughs> All right. Yeah, uh, it's good. Lyle, did you have anything to add to that? Mm-hmm. Nope. Three oh. hours. <laughs> not that great. Yeah. What do you expect? All right. What is y'all's most played song in your playlist at the moment? Okay, so I can go on a long rant about this one again, and I will. So, it's not per se a song, but it's a collective of songs. I'm trying to figure so, out how to even find how I can figure <laughs> out what's the most played song. It's just wait till the end of the year. Seagull, it's a very simple question. It's not a simple question. What's your most played song, Jesus. I Christ. used to be a sound engineer, <laughs> <laughs> so I I'm gonna do it this. I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down into two parts here. Number one, I'm gonna make it to where my favorite artist, because my favorite artist has all my favorite songs in there. If you like electronic music, I highly suggest Madion, um, and I also suggest Porter Robinson if you want more of that feel as well. But Madion, Madion's skill and production is high class the dude started at 11 years old and gained popularity (laughs) at 13 so highly suggest him favorite songs are borealis um all your friends uh be fine the city icarsis i can keep listing songs that are my favorite from him um the other thing the actual number one song on my entire list though and it's as of current is borealis that song is beautiful. I highly suggest it. And I also highly suggest looking up his live sets, specifically from Good Faith Forever Tour. It is a visual masterpiece on top of a musical masterpiece. The live edits of all the songs that are like are a million times better. And I never thought that could be done. So highly, highly suggest that. <laughs> all right. So I actually found mine. Um, I didn't realize that the devices sync so it's actually one of my favorite songs of all time pompeii by bastille um coming in at 1164 plays and then second favorite song of all time galway girl by ed sheeran at 1160 
three, so one off. How the hell have you listened to that song 1,000 times? Why, you like pop music. Are you freaking kidding me? I don't know. I guess maybe my phone must have just gone through. So, do you like Bastille quite a lot? Um, I don't like all their stuff. I like just certain songs. So there's a lot of electronic songs that Dan from Bastille is on. Yeah. Um, so Madion actually made one with him as well. That's very popular. Um, it's called Low Loon. So highly suggest okay. that, by the way. I like um, uh, his uh, Naughty Boy uh, song. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Oh, I, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'll find it anyway. Uh, Lyle, why don't you answer the question? Um, I think my top song of 2021 was "Rough Riders Anthem" by DMX. All right. Next, <laughs> you're really trying to go through these. <laughs> what? What else could I say? Uh, it's no. Song. The the song is uh no no nowhere here to sleep or something. But anyway. Um, the next question, uh, what's y'all's favorite anime of all time? And if you don't watch anime, then what is your favorite movie or TV show? Uh, Pokemon, duh. Favorite anime. No, I, I don't really watch anime. That's like more of my fiance's thing. Um, show wise in general, um, I am a big fan of Sasuke. Um, for those who are uncultured, it is American Ninja Warrior, but the original, uh, which you may have heard a hint of that question last week. Um, the the Japanese version has a, a certain place in my heart. I, it, it is so good and is still ongoing, and nothing can ever beat it. So that, that's my answer. <laughs> Lyle, how about you? Uh, I like Back to the Future. All right. Uh, my favorite anime is also uh, Origin of My Gamer Tag, uh, Roroni Kenshin. Uh, specifically, uh, the character Sojuro the Tenkin, or Sojuro Seta. Um, if a seagull could dot 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 dot, how much a seagull would? If a seagull would, then a seagull could. All right, Dino El Magico. Why did seagull come back to Pogo after saying he never would? So this is where I was talking about earlier with getting back to what I was saying. So my fiance's parents were in town for Lexington comic con, um, a couple of weeks ago. And so we, they were actually the ones that got me back into Pokemon go back a couple of years ago. Um, so they were in town and her dad specifically requested that I do a lucky trade. That's been waiting for a very long time. Cause we haven't seen them in, in a couple, like it's been a year or two. Um, and so I specifically re-downloaded the game so we could do our lucky trade. And that's the answer. Um, but other than that, I'm still not really playing. I have t- Who, with Wildcat? You did a lucky trade? No, no, with with uh, Savannah, my fiancé's parents. Uh, so, yeah, because they were in town. Don't you listen? Lyle! Your fiancé... I was just about to say... <laughs> Uh, wait, so your fiance's parents play Pokemon Go? Oh, yeah. Like, religiously, way more than Interesting. me. Uh, well, the, to be fair, game. anyone can play more than me right now. But in back when I used to play, yeah, there's way more than me. Uh, really? This next question, is Matthew instantly regretting having to do an episode with Lyle and Siegel? 
Absolutely not. I think absolutely yes, because thank you so much. I'm gonna. I'm regretting doing the podcast with Seagull. Thank you. That's about it. I, you know, I'm gonna drag these questions out as long as I can. That's what the people want. I will give the people what they want. We know that Seagull stays up to like three in the friggin' morning every night. <laughs> Lyle, what time do you usually go to bed? It depends. Usually, I try to go to bed around midnight, but for some reason, this podcast is taking a lot out of me. And I have a new respect for uh, what Astro and all the, the guys do. <laughs> and I am feeling friggin' drained right now. Like, <laughs> right? I, I hit a brick wall right? about 40 minutes ago. So. I'm thinking <laughs> that we need to tor- to submit them to the torture that is me uh, again soon. Yeah, get Seagull on an episode, and then let's see how they do. I just will, think oh, Astro that'll, that'll and me. the entire goddamn Lord of the Rings extended edition <laughs> episode. Like... Holy shit. I'm the Astro of, of the new oh trio. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, is man. Jeff, I mean Lyle, ever going to have a stream where he does not mauled? Oh, man. Well, just tune into my stream. Um, I guess, Frig, this podcast is going to be coming out after this. I'm planning on streaming on uh, Tuesday night, and I'm going to go 25-0. and 0, So it's going to be a mauled-free stream. All right. Excellent. All right. Three. Although I might mauled if I lose CMP or something and I still win the game. So I don't know. It, it's up for... Dis- to be determined. You know. To be determined. Yeah. All right. Three Floyds. There's been an incredible amount of negativity around the Pogo community recently. For some good reasons and for some not so good reasons. My questions are, what are your favorite part of the game? What makes you pick up the game? So I, I'll start this off um, because, you know, I don't actually play the game right now. So the guy who doesn't play the <laughs> game is going to spend the longest time answering this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're welcome. Uh, so in reality of things, the whole reason why I am still in this community and still doing as much as I am is because of the people. We have people like Giles and Matthew who are just excellent people. Same thing for Wildcat, Astro, Dino. Uh, I mean, we can. I can list off so many different names. I mean, look at our Discord server. It is so great to be part of this community. There, there. Everyone's very welcoming. Everyone's very accepting, and we all have a lot of fun. And like, for example, even though Lyles has been like sweeping all the tournaments, nobody's really upset about it because everyone is getting better. They play other things, like for example, um, Pallet Towns tournament. Matthew just had to beat uh, one of our own people. Or, and he didn't. To Sue and yeah. Ryan? Like, he... Yo, that was crazy. Sue and Ryan beat Stabber. Stabber kicked my ass way back in the day, so that's pretty huge pogs, as they say, <laughs> to uh, Sue and Ryan. Yeah, and uh, congratulations, sure. buddy. Yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy how much everyone's improving, and they're building each other up. That's what just, I love. Just to correct the record, you you said that... that... I beat Hisuian Ryan. I, I realized I said it, and then Lyle yeah, got yeah, me no, corrected. No, no, no. The, the, set the record straight. Hisuian Ryan out, outplayed me, for sure. Let's let's be specific. So. Everyone beats Matthew, and it's just an easy GG's. <laughs> it's easy pog. Easy, easy pog. <laughs> the theme of this podcast, easy pog. Yeah. Um, I believe it's easy pogs. Easy pogs. <laughs> okay. With a Z. Yeah, with a Z. My yeah, my favorite part of the game is probably favorite part of the game is probably uh 
like catching. Um, I like stuff like like even getting excited to see like new Pokemon that that are released in the game. Uh, what makes me pick up the game is the community. I if it wasn't for the community, um, I wouldn't still be playing. And if it wasn't a game that I could be a part of the community and go out walking around and chilling and listening to my music and, you know, be able to have random conversations with people I don't know about uh, something we both like, um, I want to have continued playing this game. Um, yeah, so for me, I would say... My favorite part of the game is probably like PvP, but I also like got into this game for the grind and I really enjoy like going out and just doing like I said a bunch of rockets or doing um just catching like as many Pokemon as I can. I, I enjoy the RNG aspect of it where you like can catch as many things as possible and then maybe you get home and you realize, Oh, I caught like the rank one like something for Great League. That's like amazing. Like it's just fun like that, you know? So obviously it's fun to do that with people, but I also enjoy like a solo grind as well. Like I'll just put on my headphones, listen to a podcast and just like walk around the city and enjoy, enjoy my city that way as well. And what podcast do you listen to, Lyle? I listen to a lot of different podcasts. Um, usually it's not, usually I listen to the BTW podcast before the weekend. So it's not usually the BTW podcast I listen to when I'm out grinding. And that's the last show that <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> Um Who's your dad at thirteen? Top three Adam Sandler movies and the worst one he put in quotation or in uh parentheses Spanglish? Question mark. Actually Spanglish wasn't that bad I of a movie. I thought it was fantastic. Um the-, um the worst one is clearly that one where there's like two friggin twins or something and what uh he's got like a twin sister or some shit i don't i don't remember uh, to be fair i don't remember a lot of adam sandler movies i actually kind of like adam sandler as a comedian but murder mystery the netflix one uh i um oh the doofy one or whatever the hell it was uh, the murder mystery he's with Jennifer Aniston. It's Netflix, uh, new one that came out in like twenty twenty one. It's like a Halloween one or whatever. No, it's um uh, they, bef- they're like going on like a vacation. They befriend like some. Oh, it's not uh, Hubie Halloween. That's the one. Hubie Halloween is the is the movie you're talking about. <laughs> I know what movie you're talking about, but I can't remember for the life of me. No, what the, the one I was is. talking about before was called Jack and Jill. That's his worst movie, um, for sure. Okay. So my top three Adam Sandler's uh, Murder Mystery, uh, probably Mr. Deeds, and then uh, Happy Gilmore. Okay, I'll go outside the box a little bit then. I will say, uh, yeah, obviously Happy Gilmore has got to be in there. It's like probably one of the greatest movies of all time, if not one of the greatest sports movies of all time. Um, I will throw it back a little bit and I will say Airheads is a classic movie if you guys haven't seen that one. He doesn't play the hugest role in that movie, but I do like that movie a lot. So, And then as for his other movies, I don't know. It's very close. Um, I do like The Wedding Singer, but uh, probably I have to say 
um, The Water Boy is like a classic that I just I keep coming back and watching over and over. Siegel, how about you? I mean, honestly, I, I don't remember too many Adam Sandler movies. I like Adam Sandler. I just, I All don't right. really watch movies, so. <laughs> okay, Perfect. All right. Now. Yeah. Hashtag cancel Siegel. Let's get it trending in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see how you guys uh, cook. Charcoal or propane? Um, does this include propane accessories? I don't know what that oh, means. Oh, man. But, uh... I'm very disappointed. For any of you who watch King of the Hill, uh, shout out to you. Uh, <laughs> I will I will say natural gas you just like get the connection directly to your barbecue you never have to worry about running out of uh, gas for your grill and um, I'm too lazy for charcoal because it takes too friggin long to get everything ready but obviously charcoal is probably like a better meat or whatever the hell and then uh smoking i like smoking i was gonna say the lazy side of me says propane but the actual like flavor and cooking side of me loves charcoal and smoking um i don't get to do it all that much because i live in an apartment so we don't we're not really allowed grills here but that i would say charcoal easily yeah charcoal is the only thing i i use i don't even mess with propane frost benny for Seagull, are you smitten with Litten the Kitten? I mean, if you're watching the video, I think you could say yes. All right. I, I'm not. Oh, man, you better tune in then. Um, I would give you a time and day, but I don't know when we're uploading this on YouTube. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> so, uh, Which Pokemon names are impossible to see and not think of a song? Examples are, I love it when you call me Chikorita, uh, play on Senorita, um, Cricket Tot on the Clock, and the Party Don't Stop, I'm assuming that's a uh, play on TikTok, uh, are obvious examples, but are there any others? So, I was trying to think of some before we got and recorded here today, and I legitimately couldn't. Um, I couldn't either. But for those that watch um, Lionheart, he is a TCG uh, card opener, basically. Um, he does a lot of, like, sayings with certain Pokemon and everything. And Carvana Unana is, like, the only one I cannot ever get out of my head. He goes, that was another Carvana one. Carvana Unana. I like, missed that one. Carvana Unana. Yup. Yep. I missed that in his question. Uh... Graves. No, uh, I don't have anything for that one. Yeah, I f- zero. <laughs> I could tell. I could tell on your face. You're, you're we were just, just like, gonna skip you. And and that almost got me. I I was about to sing the I love it when you call me Chikorita, too, because I didn't. I, I'll admit I I listened to to Senorita and I started jamming to it. Well, you were Shawn um, Mendes Stan. Oh, I am. Uh, <laughs> I can go first with the next yes. question because I have a very good encompassing answer. Graves, best Pokemon from each type. Wrong answers only. Arceus. I next. knew you were going to say that. I knew <laughs> you were going to say that. All right. Uh, scene. It is the mid-90s and boy bands are at the peak of their existence. 
Which Pokemon would you select to be in a boy band, and what would be each of their personality types, i.e. the sensitive one, the bad boy, or the, the bad boy drop? would easily be Obstagoon. Obstagoon, the bad boy. Okay, I could I could dig that one. Um, would you say like um, Incineroar would be like the heartthrob? Just like you know, big muscular macho. They have to be boys or what? It is a boy, boy band. Ninety boy band. Okay, so what? They have to all be like skinny. Because <laughs> I was thinking like I was thinking. Like Jink, she looks like you know maybe like she's got a little heartthrob thing going on. I don't know. I mean, like, Hitman you know? Top is definitely going to be in there. Hitman Top could dance, yeah. yeah. But Jinx looks but... like she got some pipes on her too, you know? Right. With those lips. <laughs> what is? Oh my god! <laughs> Tell I'm me about saying, them lips, like... boy. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like she's got the, you know, something. Wow, <laughs> no. you're gonna no. get us canceled. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. I was gonna say, what is Jinx the groupie or like? <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I'm not part of this conversation anymore. Oh, I'm so sorry, Graves. I'm so sorry. We tried. We tried. All right, Shadow Prime 34. Um, which ball do you guys think has the coolest design? I think the Beast Ball is dope. So I looked up the different kinds of uh, Pokeballs. I have to be careful saying that because, you know. Yes, uh, yes. Anyways, so Beast Ball really is the only one that's super cool. But for those who uh, also like other kinds, I have some other kinds here with me if you like. Is there one, is there one that's good for... Uh catching bug pokemon the net ball or something i believe so okay i like that one so there's because i like bugs there's also pokemon i don't like bugs i just like bug you know same and of course beedrill i love beedrill it's one of my favorite gen one pokemon and it's now turned to a uh, for for those who can't see because you're listening to the pod um i have if you're a TCG collector, there's these tins that are shaped like Pokeballs, and they come in different kinds of Pokeball styles. So I have, like, the Premier Ball, Ultra Ball, Dust Ball, things of that I nature. I think I gave those away. I had, like, an Ultra Ball and, like, a regular Pokeball, I think. They're super Wait, cool, hold but they're very to hard the... to find. Can you can you hold yeah. them up so I can see again? Yeah. Okay. Where did you Where did you get them? Uh, so they're they come out. They have Pokemon cards inside. Yeah. So oh. right now the next set for those who want a little insider tip for TCG because we should do that a little bit more. Uh, they are coming out with the spring edition of these tens featuring the Love Ball this go around. So the Love Ball will be the new one that's being debuted, and it's actually very pretty. I'm I'm kind of excited right. to get it. Greninja Muffin, any team ideas for Shadow Agron and Great League? Currently going with Walrein lead, Hypno, and Agron. Gooner Scrafty, I top left. His moveset on Hypno is uh, Fire Punch, Thunder Punch. It's all you, Lyles. Um, <laughs> I would suggest not using Shadow Agron. But if you were to use Shadow Agron, I would strongly suggest leading it. And having two things in the back that can handle um, its weaknesses. 
Um, you could try running it with, uh, you could run a grass hole, you know, or you could run, um, yeah, probably grass holes, yep, two razor leafers, um, or you could run it with, like, a, I don't know, hmm, that's a tough one, maybe, like, an air slash, air slash mandibuzz. Mm-hmm. Safe swap and uh, a lowling grimer. No, no, that's not good. That's too weak to ground. Air slash Mandy and uh, Metachamp in the back. There you go. All right. What side? Or DD. Or DD. I was thinking DD. Um, what side of your mouth do you guys chew food on? Do you chew some food on one side and some on the other? For instance, I often find myself eating apples on my left side, but bread on my left. Is it just me or who does this? I just chew. What are you putting on the apples, Greenwich Muffin? That's my question. Is there any uh, cannabis butter? That you're like, what is going through your head when you're eating this? I'm yeah, pretty certain Greninja Muffin <laughs> is in high school, so that would be very <laughs> disturbing. Um, what do you mean disturbing? Have you ever been to high school, Matthew Breaker? Yeah, come on. Let's not encourage wait, the. <laughs> wait, wait. wait till you're older, though. Freaking wait till you're older. Weed butter on apples. Come on, dude. <laughs> like, I, I don't think this in depth about what I'm eating. I just. I'm a very fast eater, okay? When I eat, I just funnel the food into my mouth and consume it as quick as humanly possible. Is it typically after s- you consume some special butter? It depends. Okay. So okay. I can actually answer this, funny enough. I'm going to go on a long rant here just for fun. Uh, I won't. But so I used to eat with my left side of my mouth. Had to think okay. for a second there. So uh, until I got a cavity, a really bad cavity in there, that it was became painful to eat. And now I only eat with the right side of my mouth. Um, this is only a recent change as of the last year. Um, so it's mm-hmm. dependent upon the pain in my mouth, actually. Because from time to time, I have tooth pains and everything. So it, it just depends. Um, but I usually majority chew on one side or the other. It, I it, for a long period of time. All right. I strongly suggest to people, if you're having mouth pain, don't chew on the other side of your mouth. Go to your dentist. I know maybe in the states, that's not a realistic thing for most people. Yeah, it's a real struggle over to, here. Move to it, Canada. It really is. Actually, we don't have universal dental health care in Canada, but if you get a job anywhere in Canada, you will have dental coverage. I I can tell you all straight up. COVID was the problem. I, I just whenever everything shut down, I, I kind of backtracked and kind of got yeah. lazy. Yeah, and I'm sure everyone else kind of did too. I mean, it, it seems yeah. like that was the general consensus of people was that you know you just forgot normal things you were doing before. Casa de Cubone coming in with the hard hitters. I always wanted to ask, boxers or briefs. I mean, well, Casa de Cubone, jokes on you, cause I wear boxer yes. briefs. I, was, I thought you were gonna say you don't wear underwear. <laughs> I mean, I'm not wearing any pants right now, but like that's just because uh, we're a waste. Are you wearing underwear? 
No, 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 no. Free balling. Oh, okay. Free well, pokeballing it. Shit. You know, like. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Boxer briefs, pretty much. Um, it's either boxers or boxer briefs. I don't. Although, like, I don't know. My girlfriend buys me some like interesting ones that are kind of like tight. So I don't know. She usually takes care of all those purchases for me. Um, I'm not really too worried about it. So whatever she buys me, really. Fair enough. And we won't go into much detail on that. Modders 19. Seagull gone wild. What species of gull is superior in your book? Personally, it's between the herring gull and the great black backed gull. But I'm not an aficionado such as you, sir. I mean, I honestly don't give two shits about different kinds of seagulls <laughs> but i actually did look this up so i could answer this question because you know i care about my fans which i have lots of according yep. to the discord um so i actually really like the look of the great black beaked gull and that is very hard to pronounce i just in general even though it's very simple um but it, it i mean they both look very similar but the black backed gull looks more of your standard seagull um and in general the black back on especially when it's flying looks so cool on it so yeah just just the answer for it all right artemis dragon finally god we actually have a question that is pokemon go related i'm surprised we got artemis, any at all leave, leave it up to artemis to for the heavy hitter shout out to artemis um also artemis it was a two-way tie between you and lafleury for the um fireside chat um uh post um but i did want to to keep this um all right, I I actually wanted to ask this as a question because I knew that we are getting bombarded with a bunch of bullshit. Um, not that I don't love the fact that everybody took this uh like joke and, and ran with it and just decided to blow us up with the you know all these questions. But um, honestly, I uh, think they didn't send enough questions. You guys should try <laughs> out to yourselves next week. Um. Artemis Dragon asks, do you think Niantic gatekeeping Rare Candy XL and Stardust stagnates growth, or is that on us? Also, does this sort of restrain does this sort of restraint encourage you to play more the same or less when you when your progress is halted by a system that locks out the majority? Hmm. I well, think it encourages the, the grind, but yes. they definitely have gatekeeped, gatekeeped, rare candy, kept. gate kept. Thank you, uh, the rare candy XL, and that's the one thing that I have an issue with. With the only time you could really mm -hmm. get it outside of that, the past event um, is leveling up, and only giving you like one or two is is nothing like there's no point mm -hmm. yeah i think it definitely the stardust thing is tough um and i would say like for me being like pvp centric like when i see people with like all these excellent pokemon built regardless if how they got them via you know legitimate routes or um more uh gray areas let's just say mm -hmm. um it 
since I'm not using any sort of like extra apps or anything, it it kind of motivates me a little bit to grind more. But I know this might not be like a possibility for everyone. Like I'm lucky I don't have any children. Um, I work in a job that has pretty flexible hours and things like that. And I, I live in a city that allows me to just like hop on the subway and go downtown. I can be there in 30 minutes and I can just like catch as many Pokemon as I want without worrying about running it up balls. So I do have some advantages that way. Right. But uh, yeah, it's definitely tough. I don't know uh, how to say it other, any different than that. No, I, I think that's fair. Um, I think, like I said, I think it encourages the mm-hmm. grind. I think they need to continue to develop a better system for uh, Stardust and uh, Rare Candy XL because the current system that they have, as as Lyle said, promotes uh, you know like the nefarious uh, ways of kind of mm-hmm. beating the system in order to get an edge, and that's on Niantic. People can. People can only, let's say you only have one incubator. If you're defitting like to a hundred kilometers a day, right? You can you can hatch ten, ten uh, or ten ten k eggs per day. Let's say. That's whereas if I want to hatch ten ten k eggs per day, I have to either use super incubators or like, basically, there's no other possible way for me to do it, right? Right. I think it also boils down to. Um, I feel more satisfied um, having earned my XL than knowing that, like, I could have cheated to to get it. Like, knowing that there are definitely easier ways to get it, but, like, the fact that, like, I made this Pokemon my buddy, I walked it, or I went out and grinded and caught, like, 200, you know, Phantom, and then traded them for xl candies you know when my friend came into town like that stuff gives me more joy playing the game and i think like i don't know i i think the the broken system is on niantic and um if if they want their community to if they want a better community they need to fix this uh, gatekeeping. Uh, Astrozombie954. Who's your favorite host and why? Choose wisely. So, if I can get a little heart to heart here, mm-hmm. I, uh, I will answer this seriously before we all go into our meme answers. So, I, uh, not per se favorite host for per purpose of that, you know, he's like best host and everything, but like, I, I owe a lot to Wildcat Dad for a lot of stuff in my personal life. Um, and not to go into too many details, but very thankful that like my, my life has moved in a direction that I really wanted it to move into now. And he's a lot of like, it's a mixture of both of our parts, but it was a lot of him helping me out. Um, and it, it really meant a lot to me that he did that. Um, and that, that's kind of going back into like the whole part of why I really love this community in this game. It's because it's not just me. 
uh, that he's helped out with or me have helped him out or anyone else we all help each other out and so in reality of things this kind of community and everything is so great because of that so and i like i said i have a lot to thank for wildcat um dino i have also a lot of love for as well because he reignited my love for tcg although i I hate him a little bit for it as well because now i'm broke all the time (laughs) but uh and then astro i mean astro's literally i mean besides wildcat bringing me in as well astro is a lot of the reason why i can do what i do for this community because he lets me he trusts me and he lets me go full in on everything and trust me that i will make the community as best as it can be that's why you see a lot of great stuff on discord that's why you see a lot of the stuff behind the scenes that you don't see actually um that comes out later is a lot better like for metas our tournaments how they're run things of that nature um so that's just a blessing all to me uh my meme answer is obviously me i am best host uh and nobody can compare <laughs> lyle do you have a, a serious answer um no i don't have a serious answer <laughs> uh i think yeah astro is the best host because uh he is the coolest guy and um yeah that's that's pretty much it um i'm gonna say my 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 favorite host is uh astro and not in a meme or joking way but being on the being in the host seat to be very blunt fuck this is hard like uh-huh. it, it is uh to be able to communicate and have a conversation um astro doesn't change the way he talks on camera and or on podcast and off podcast um that's how that's how he talks um and that's a skill it's a skill to be able to not uh write the show be able to look at the notes five minutes before you go on and just know you can make it through this podcast because you have trust in in your your co-hosts um it's a skill uh, to be able to to bring the best people that that he knows, you know, Siegel to help run the Discord. Um, Lyle, Miami Doc, you guys are a huge instrumental part in the community. Um, they brought and invited me to be executive producer, and I write the the shows. Um, and I'm not the best at hosting because it's a skill that I don't have 62 episodes of experience doing. This is probably the third time that I've done a hosting gig. There's one executive episode interview that's not aired yet. Um, But this is a skill. It's very hard. Um, And anybody that, that, that says that like they can they can do this i try try to be as engaging as astro is even though the episodes take longer than the uh two towers uh lord of the rings 
but I think we're coming up on that time um, where we might be taking the spot. Unfortunately, I thought it'd be quicker than that, but uh, alas. Next question from Astro. What is your favorite segment of the show, and why is it Astro's Top 10? Well, Astro, if you actually like remember to do your top tens except for last minute every time like it probably would be my favorite segment but (laughs) most of the time um no in all seriousness i think uh my favorite segment of the show is probably honestly probably astro's top 10 just because the music is him screaming (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh he comes up with some some very clever uh clever things in my opinion for it so my favorite segment is the segment where i'm on the show more often and i just get the ramble <laughs> consistently for hours so uh that's seagull's favorite segment lyle you yeah i say i like uh i like the uh, Dino's tip of the week. It's very, you know, nice uh, Latin flair uh, with the music there, and um, it's always very informative and uh, controversial at times. <laughs> with them hot takes. Yeah. All right. If you had to choose between losing your big toes or thumbs, which would you choose? Oh, easy answer. Get rid of those big toes. Throw them I'd out. Go with that too. Yeah, I PvP with my thumbs yeah. usually. So, so toes I like for you. to double tap. So I guess toes, but I, I hope I can still walk around and play pogo. I feel like I losing your big toe isn't going to cause too many balance problems. I think it's like a balance thing, isn't no, it? No, no. I know I know people that like don't have a fully grown big toe or none at all. Can I just can I just lose like how about I lose like both pinkies and both baby toes and then i keep my thumbs and my big toes can i do that i don't four, four, i don't think there's any wiggle room here it's thumbs or big toes no? i'm choosing big toes uh, so. big toes hands down yeah, i guess i gotta go with the easy toes. claps no question all right yeah, sometimes i have some ingrown toenail issues so <laughs> wouldn't be the worst <laughs> we're, we're getting real honest here on the uh, podcast yeah, yeah. it's, it's 11 30 at that, night that that prize money to get a pedicure like no, I'm probably just going to buy incubators. Okay. The whole $10. <laughs> I'm kidding. Right. 10 American dollars. $10 American. Yeah, 10 American dollars. That's, that's like $400,000 Canadian. Is it really? <laughs> no. All right. Second to last episode. We're almost there. Or second to last episode. <laughs> We broke Matthew. Uh, we finally did. Fuck. Uh, is Matthew Siegel or Lyle editing this episode because astro is it fun fact it's not me it is i don't know how to edit up going to be me and like i said earlier i found this out before we recorded the show and now that i look at the time of how long this episode's gone oh boy all right should be pretty easy i i think you just hit uh send and then just forget about it's it not or just like it's been four and a half hours all and hit delete and then just be like oops <laughs> oh god if you all right if you delete this episode i'll be so fucking mad <laughs> 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 yeah call him out 
I will be really mad because I'm just sad. Here. I'm so I'm so tired. I'm trying not to be so loud because my girlfriend's sleeping and she's gonna kill me. So. I just it's hilarious to think um, that you sat here for four hours listening to me ramble. Oh, man. All right, last question. Did you all? Finally, did you all use your mute buttons? I think we did a good job. So I have a long answer to this. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Oh, it's, it's, yes. <laughs> I have my own personal mute button. Uh, I, I was told it, I not to it. use the on mic mute button. Great one. All right. Well, let's take a deep breath here. What's right. that time check? The, oh god, that time check. We are at. I think this is the longest episode. I think we officially I, broke the record. I think we did. Alright. The questions took so long. Oh my god. I know. Alright, end of show. I need a beer. Yeah. Alright, <laughs> before we wrap up, big thank you to all our Patreon supporters. And if you want to support the show, you can for as little as a dollar a month, which will gain you access to our Discord. The link is going to be in the show notes. Special thanks to our Coach's Corner supporters, Clifford Mert, Thanks Friends 673, Eastwood, Mama Climbs, Hisui and Ryan, Mosh Pit 37, our Patreon producers, King Flips, Kittens and High Fives, uh, King Tom, our newest uh, patron producer. Thanks, Obama. Shout out to you. Thanks for joining the producer tier. Our Discord admins, Reyes683, Fish on a Heater, Miami Doc, Siegel, and Lyle. I am your executive producer, Matthew Breaker. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at BTWPVP Podcast. Follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash BTWPVP. You can email us at info at btwpvp.com and our friends at Palettown PVP are in the show notes below. Um, if Patreon isn't something you can do, but you still want to help out the show, you can continue spreading the word. Subscribe to us on YouTube, follow our Twitch channel, or give us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. It would really help us out. It does truly help us out. Um, and we deeply appreciate your love and support that you all continue to give us. Finally, thank you for listening to the BTW Beginner to Winner PvP Podcast. I'm a very, very tired Matthew Breaker. And I'm Lyle Jeffs the third. And I am Siegel, and I have been unleashed. And until next time, good luck. And get goal. time when we're supposed to say something like uh i hope astro and those guys never take another vacation again <laughs> yeah. and um, if i ever do come back i would really appreciate it if it was without <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome